It's a privilege for us to present the final award of the evening. The films we honor tonight inspired us, touched our emotions, gave us hope and joy, and may even have changed our thinking. Well, I think uh, that it could be said that our goal in politics <laughs> is the same as our goal in art, and that's to get to the truth. And the Academy Award for Best Picture. You're impossible. Come on. La La Land. La La Land has 14 Oscar nominations. But wait, there's more. Hang on to your seat, baby, because this one's a screamer. We lost, by the way, but, you know. I'm sorry. No, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Moonlight, Best Picture. True King Radio, the podcast series. I'd like to welcome you to a very special edition of our show. I am uh, QB. To my right is James, but we'll call him Harmon. <laughs> so let's call him Harmon. And on my left is my beautiful, beautiful wife, Joy. What sipping, up? sipping on a little rose, Angry Orchard. So we've got our drinks and we are excited to bring little special audio to you because we are excited sunday is the oscars we are all very very much into movies oscar clap yes that's oscar clap yes 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 my clap that is good. do something that's not my experience not at all the armitages are so good to us they treat us like family um let's get into our top 10 list so for our top 10 list this is basically our top our best movies that we saw in the that were released in 2017. So you, so you know, I saw a bunch of these movies in 2018, but they're still released in 2017. So that's kind of the criteria for this list, and it's a personal list, so it doesn't have to include. It could be something that you really, really were into that no one else, you know, really cared for. So I'll go first, you know, with my top 10 list, and I'll start from the bottom at 10, which was Icarus, which is a uh, documentary about the uh, Russian Olympic doping scandal, Baby Driver, which is if you haven't seen Baby Driver, go see Baby Driver. Baby Driver is basically this action movie with a bunch of different music that plays into the movie. Um, I, Tanya, which is the the whoever's version of the story you want to take <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan scandal. But it, it goes more into, you know, Tanya Harding's life as well. The Disaster Artist, 
based off of the production of this movie called The Room, which is considered to be one of the worst movies ever, but it's so bad that people love to watch it. Wind River, which is a movie about an Indian reservation uh, murder mystery that goes on there. I really enjoyed that movie. The Shape of Water, which is being... I'm just going to call it the fish sex movie because that's what everyone seems to call it, you know, even though I don't think that's what it should be called. But since everyone keeps remarking that it's the fish sex movie, that's what it is. Uh, Phantom Thread, which is <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson's latest movie with Daniel Day-Lewis in what is supposed to be his last uh, role, which I really hope it's not because he is a phenomenal actor. I am wearing a Reynolds Woodcock original. <laughs> that, mm, those designs were amazing. I want to be buried in it. <laughs> My number three movie is Get Out, which is the social thriller that became a cultural phenomenon. Um, number two is Lady Bird, which it talks about a this girl in Sacramento, growing up in Sacramento. Um, it's her senior year of high school and kind of her dynamic with her, from her family to her school life to her planning to go to college. What it's like to be um, a teenage girl late in your adolescence and then my number one movie which is unfortunately and i'm very disappointed that it is not nominated for best picture is mudbound which looks at the dynamics of race class a little bit of gender roles in there as well in the software something that i had never seen before which is sharecroppers i've we've seen right we've seen movies about racism that have to deal with you know segregation we had selma which was excellent about you know voting rights but to see this being about both sharecropping and having this dynamic of these two young men that have gone off to war, white and black, come back and basically they know that, that race is an issue in America and, and where they are. But they're only concerned because they were in a war where they don't see color because basically they all have to. She's like, can you make it home? So <laughs> they don't they're not worried about it. And just seeing how that dynamic plays into the larger um, racial dynamics of the community they're in. That was my number one movie of the year what about you james what you what do you have for your top 10 my my 10 is a split m night uh, shamlon then like m night shamlon's returns return returns <laughs> uh well, baby drivers number nine number eight is a uh, ladybird all right um number number eight is ladybird number seven is i Tanya. Okay. number six is lucky logan i love um, logan I, Molly's- I, I love that movie Molly's Game, which is Aaron Sorkin's first uh, directorial debut, uh, three bill- three billboards out of West. Three it? billboards outside of Ebony, we're just, Missouri. We're just gonna call all right. Three billboards outside of Westing. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna call it three billboards. James said number five was number five. Yeah, number four, number four. Number, number four, four movie, three I don't remember the yeah, name, <laughs> but it's really good. It's a it's a long name. Get out. She uses billboards to, yeah, to cause billboards. the controversy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's where the name comes from. Get get out. Um, and talked about that. Yeah, that was that's number three. That's number three. Okay. Uh, disaster artist. Disaster artist. And yes, yes, yes. Dunkirk as number one. Uh, Chris Nolan's uh, latest film, which is about the war in uh in Dunkirk. It is on my honorable mentions. It is the if I had an eleventh, yeah. it would have been eleven. Wait, Joe, jo, are you going? Are you going to give your give your list to you? As interesting as. The movies were. Okay. I'm here to hack it with you guys. Okay, got you. Okay, all right. So I, I didn't, I didn't want to like. Cut so you off. listeners, okay. if you're the type of person who has not watched every single movie yeah, that came okay. out today, I am your person. Well, what was your, <laughs> what was your favorite? Yeah, anything, yeah, anything what was your, out. what was your number? If you had to, if someone said, tell if me I had what to your. Pick it, it would definitely be Get Out. I okay. also enjoyed I, I Tanya, um, okay. and Logan. I don't know if Logan fell within this year. It, it did. It, it did. It's nominated I for like best. Uh, 
Is it adapted? I think it's best adapted screenplay. It's yeah. one. It's in one of the screenplay yeah, categories that we'll get to. Shape of Water, Girls Trip. Oh, Girls yeah, Trip was bro, good. Girls Trip was good. Um, Girls Trip was good. And I think also part of the reason why I probably haven't invested as much of my time into watching full length movies is because I was in a lot of podcasts and a lot of documentaries and television shows. Nothing heroic in going down fighting if it can be avoided. Nothing even remotely patriotic in death or glory if the odds are firmly on the former. Nothing inglorious in trying to shorten a war that we are clearly losing. Losing! Europe is still... Europe is lost. Honorable mentions, I ain't know who's gonna do that. Well, my number 11 was um, Shape of Water, and Mudbound's 12 for me, and, and War Planet of the Apes was uh, it's 13 on, on my list. And War I just Planet of the Apes was good, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and I, and I just want to throw this out there as a disclaimer I did not see Blade Runner <laughs> when I keep on hearing about this. Like, I was just telling when I first walked in there, like, the movies that I did not see, I did not see Blade Runner, and I just recently saw the end of. Call Me By Your Name, which which was actually pretty, which was actually really good. But let's continue to move on <laughs> to our last uh, segment of this part, which is your kind of your expectations, what you think is going to happen in the show. I will go first. I'll tell you what I think is not going to happen, what? which is hopefully that we don't have the same debacle we had that last Price year. Yeah, is get I don't know how Price Waterhouse still got a job, but that's, exactly. hey, yeah, you know, wild. that's a different story. But I hope we don't have another Warren Beatty slash... Uh, don't blame it on him, actually. I kind of want to blame it, it on, the, on, the, on the chick. She was on. You can't just say the chick. It wasn't. <laughs> it's Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Nah, okay, Faye Faye Dunaway. Don't you excuse me, her name with some respect. <laughs> no matter what, that, that is Bonnie and Clyde. Because if you look at the replay, he did seem like he's listen. Strong. He's he's like look. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he was like, I'm not taking, I'm not taking this away. It's funny Something is wrong. Yeah, yeah. He looks for help. She yeah. said, "You are old. Yeah. Can't you read?" Yeah, yeah. He looked at her again, said. But it don't say best picture. Yeah, it yeah, says yeah. Emma Stone. Oh, yeah. She said, "Do you see it was underneath Emma Stone?" Yeah. It says La La Land. Oh, Can't you? Ain't you been hearing the whole? And I know what she said. If that would have been like, uh, what's the the woman from L, the the foreign uh, woman that was nominated? That was oh uh, yeah. If that had been her name, I think they'd have been like, I All think right, Faye away would be like, wait a minute. Yeah, but up. or if it was like something like cinematography, it was like a, it wasn't like La La Land was like some type of random yeah, decision yeah, yeah, yeah. and so she said you know I know how it is with you know we all have you know our parents are getting old <laughs> we got grandparents they don't see as well you know they overthink some things yeah. you know I'm not saying where baby got dementia <laughs> maybe Faith Dunaway thought he had dementia that day yeah. and she said just read the, the name on the yeah. cart and she said La La Land mm-hmm. and yes Warren Beatty gets blamed because well, I don't know. If you, if you watch it again, like the way he like, because it's funny. I think it was uh, Jimmy Kimmel was talking about this. He doesn't let go of the envelope afterwards because he was like, y'all not about to blame me for this fucking shit. Like, there's no possible way that's about to happen. So, like, what he does is he holds on to it and he goes back and explains like, look, this is what it looks like. That's why I was pausing. I wasn't trying to mess with y'all. Like, he does the whole thing because he doesn't want nobody trying he to blame him. He was very sincere. No, I, I understand. You know, I understand who but, is the, but, you know, we blame... Um, Warren Beatty, but I told you that this, I told you this that night. The person who I just can't see it for anymore and who is the worst human in the world is that one guy who sat there, listened to Warren Beatty explain like something is up, 
listen to the Pricewaterhouse guy come up and correct them and tell them that something was wrong and then and, and knew that they actually had knew not won must. and then immediately turned around and went to the mic and gave oh, his oh, acceptance speech. speech. He's well, a third person. He was a hard then, But wait, but wait. Yeah, he bro. knows he's bad yeah, he because at the bad. end of the speech he says, oh, oh, yeah, oh and yeah, by the way, yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. win. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, yeah. He's so so I, I'm expecting that not to happen. What he I, doesn't need to be invited back ever again. Yeah, even if, even if, even well, he produced a very no, good no, 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 movie, yeah, I, yeah, I I but he needs to take some shame be, for that. I'm not saying he can't be um, nominated for mm -hmm. anything else, but if he does get nominated, his seat is in the very back. He doesn't get to come up. He's not. It's a he's tough not moment. Presenting it's a anything. tough moment. But I don't know because the thing is, so when I think about it, I wonder if if I would have known, I would have lost. And I'm sitting up there. Would well, I take that time to go and like thank my family? I couldn't do it. If, if, I don't listen, know, if I'm one, if, if I know for a fact that we didn't win, I just gotta stay in. The okay, let me ask you this. So you're sitting up there, right? You're in the middle of doing your acceptance speech because you thought you just win. Oh, you just, thought you just, just won. Because so, so, so you're, you're, you're holding speeches. Yeah, right. You're right. They, so, did so, know, they, they did not. You know. first got, you got the Oscar in your hand. It's the happiest moment ever. You're sitting up there. Yeah, you know, what is it? Your other, your, your, uh, the other producer just he already gave a speech. You're sitting up there. You're in the middle of doing it. It's like, yeah, I like to thank my wife and my kid, and and somebody whispers in your ear. That's not what happened. <laughs> That's not. What That's happened. not what happened. And then somebody whispers in your ear. No uh, one whispered in anybody's ear while they no, were on the mic. And it made but, the the guy that came up after the jerk. Yeah, yeah, he jumped in and said like, we didn't win. He, yeah, yeah. it wasn't he, he jumped in. No, the he first guy didn't know. He had already given the first. The first Jordan the, Horowitz, Jordan, the, the not Jordan Horowitz. Um, is it Jordan? I think it is Jordan, Jordan Horowitz. Horowitz. Yeah, it's Jordan Horowitz. He, he did the mature. He did the first speech. Yeah, yeah. And once he found out after the guy says, "This is," and this is the line of the night, outside of uh, you know, just period saying "La La Land" with oh, <laughs> moonlight. Is he basically said, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and we didn't win. And then Jordan Horwood does a classic thing. He comes out, he says, no, 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 there's a mistake. Yeah, no, seriously. They, they won. Yeah. No, seriously, this is a mix Seriously. And, and does shows, a shot. And does a shot. That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> that's my expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does for a best shot. Picture, no, seriously, for best picture, we will see. And you guys don't uh, mind the dog that wants to bark now. <laughs> Been asleep for 20 minutes. <laughs> what I think we're going to see is... No matter what happens with Best Picture, somebody gonna have to show the car. Oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. no way that nobody is, yeah. is going. Actually, they might have to show the car for every single award yeah, yeah. because who's going to believe that it's right? I mean, what they what they should probably do is why should they even leave a car to? I mean, I feel like Price Watercars should probably like run the um. Run like a graphic? The, like the graphic. They should be controlling the graphic. Uh, and you go up there and you just well, repeat the not as elegant. You take it out of their hands. Don't take it out of no mix of like, no, it's only us doing this. Because if you do that, it, like they're not well, going to let but that happen. See, the, prob the problem with that strategy was Price Waterhouse is, let's say, is the reason why the Lauren Beatty had the wrong card in the Correct. Place. Yeah. So. Or from their standpoint, <laughs> he took the extra. Yeah, the extra best actress category. No. Well, uh, the guy from Price Waterhouse was too busy taking selfies with people to know that he didn't. He hated I don't know why. As soon as, as soon as the like as soon as the award goes to <laughs> Emma like, Stone, why don't you just? I understand you have two. You have two envelopes in case something happens to one. Once she wins the award, why is that envelope even still yeah, on stage? Still, yeah, kind of but that's you know that's 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 one of the things I w I do expect from this awards. The I'm proud that nobody went this conspiracy theory route. It was like oh, it was a big cover up, and they was trying to like. I'm surprised nobody threw that out there. No, no, I can see. They're talking to same human beings. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I know. Listen, hey, I, I believe. I'm listen, I, out there. I think all of it was completely authentic. Uh, just a mistake happened, and 
Moonlight is a fine best picture winner. It's not my choice, but it is, you know, I'm fine with it winning. Thank you. Very clearly, very clearly, even in my dreams, this could not be true. But to hell with dreams. I'm done with it, because this is true. Oh my goodness. Thank, thank you, thank you. And I have to say, and it is true, it's not fake. We've been on the road with these guys for so, so long, and that was so gracious and so generous of them. My love to La La Land, my love to everybody. Man. Also, one of the things I expect from this year's Oscars is for us to see some surprises. I think we can see a couple of upsets, yeah. and we'll talk about that when we get into the uh, who should win and, and who will win. What about you, Joy? What do you expect from this Who's year's? Who's hosting this year? That's Jimmy. a good question. Is Jimmy it Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm going to predict that we're going to see some pretty dry bits. <laughs> <laughs> you like Jimmy Kimmel, Sarah? It's not that I don't like Jimmy Kimmel, but... A lot of his comedy has become very stale. But he's got great material yeah, to use from last year. Yeah, like, he can yeah. throw in a million different jokes about... He was there. I mean, He's well, the host from last year that, like, of I, the most infamous yeah, Oscars yeah, yeah, yeah. ever. And not only that, like, I mean, it's it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be super... I mean, it's going to be over-the-top, like, anti-Trump, super-liberal. It's going to be that. That I'm not looking like, this past, I mean, I'm saying that's what's going to happen. Like, this past year, like, Jimmy's, you know, been going back and forth about a lot of different conservative issues and... And stuff, so they're going to highlight that the fact that the post is even in there, which because we can go into why it's even nominated. I don't. Know. I feel like that's definitely but middle finger yes. to like to, to there's journalists. The journalists are going to save us like, from the big bad government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to think who's you got to think who's voting. So I mean, like, you know, like that's that's part of it. And when we start going into like actor and actresses and why people are certain, certain people are on there, like I definitely that that plays a lot into it because those people. Are so, can I ask you a hypothetical question? Oh, dear. I don't like hypothetical questions. Well, I don't think you're going to like the real one, either. Do you have the papers? Not yet. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Because you know the, the uh, position that would put me in... You know, we have language in the prospectus. That yeah, I know, I know that which, the bankers can which, change their mind. That's, and I know what is at stake. You know, the only couple I knew that both Kennedy and LBJ wanted to socialize with was you and your husband, and you own the damn paper. So now we're going to go into the major categories and we're going to discuss uh, who we think should win, which is our personal choice of, of the nominees, who we think should win. And, you know, in, in the case of me, um, people that are not nominated or movies that are not nominated because those are what I believe, you know, should win. And then who we think will win, who the Academy will ultimately select to get up on stage, make a speech. And carry home that gold statue. All right, so first we're going to start with the adapted screenplay category. And I'm just going to go through the, because uh, I'm on Oscar.com, I'm just going to go through the um, names of the movies that are nominated for this. I don't have the specific writers, but shout out to everyone that worked on these projects. You guys did excellent work. So the first one is Call Me By Your Name. Second nominee is The Disaster Artist. Then we have Logan, <clears throat> Molly's Game, and last but not least, Mudbound. 
My pick for who should win is my number one movie of the year, of course, Mudbound. Um, and who I think will win is uh, Call Me By Your Name. And so I'll just go through why I kind of... I, I thought that Mudbound kind of did a great job of speaking to all of these different themes, all of these... Um, and then telling a really tight narrative. Like, it's really... Some, sometimes um, screenwriters and, and producers of movies have a tendency to tell... They want to use big ideas, but they don't tell it in a tight narrative. I thought he told it in a really good tight narrative that I that I really enjoyed. Um, who I think will win, obviously, because um, I think the Academy is really going to fall in love with just the poetic nature of a movie like Call Me by Your Name and kind of the dialogue. The speeches are really, really um, impactful. Um, as I said before, I, I showed James. James, you know, he got to see, he got to see the end of Call yeah, Me By Your Name. Completely changed the way I look at this movie. A, a, a little while ago, <laughs> would that be your pick for best screenplay? I, I, you know, it's, see the th- see, I just fucking saw this thing. I wasn't even thinking about that. Like I was looking at on my list, I was like for um, adapted screenplay. I was gonna come to this saying like, um, you can have your. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say in Mudbound, but. I was going to say Mudbound. Is that um, what you want? That would that's what you, that's what you would. Well, what, I, what I want, I'm I am like dialogue core. I like I like Molly's game. I just okay. I like no problem with that. Yeah, that's this, that's that's my thing. So, I like, so you would I like you would pick Molly's game. There's nothing no yeah, problem with it. I would pick Molly's game, but, and who do you but think I thought I thought Mudbound would win. But you think Mudbound would win? Yeah, okay. I thought Mudbound. Okay, was so James, I I, I say yeah. Mudbound should win. Uh, but call me by your name will yeah, win. Yeah, and James says that. Yeah, but call me by Molly's game should win, but Mudbound. That was a nice What were you thinking in terms of I have of several parts? issues with Call Me By Your Name. But, I, I, but again, I haven't seen enough of... Well, I didn't see Mudbound or Molly's Game or The Disaster Artist. So I don't really think it's fair for me to like judge when I haven't seen over half of what the movies there. Oh, okay. For, a, for adapted okay, screenplay. Okay, I'm sorry. No? I, forgot, I forgot Disaster Artist was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was good, good, a good one as well. Has a chance to win. So I won't, I won't speak on which one is my favorite, but I do want to know from you guys when it comes to adapted screenplay because it's coming from a source material. How much value do you think you, the the voters at the very least, if mm-hmm. not you personally? should put into actually knowing and having digested the source material also. I don't know how to really answer that. I just look at, for screenplays, I always look at a couple of different things. I look at what does it mean in terms of, for original screenplay especially, are you coming with something fresh, something new, something I didn't think about, something I didn't think about in the way that you kind of presented? Uh, but more than anything, it's usually just the dialogue. Just the dialogue is it is it yeah. sharp? Is it is it interesting? Yeah. Um, something like Moonlight, I did like the writing in that because I felt it was both authentic and rich. I mean, I the reason why I was saying um, Molly's Game is because I feel like the way that they breaking down. I don't know shit about gambling i don't know nothing about poker they did do a good job the way that i feel like that was broken down in digestible bites for me to understand what was going on and then you know you get your little sorkin speeches here and there in and the little spills here and there from me idris and stuff from jessica uh, edris (laughs) from uh from from, uh jessica chastain like i felt like that made it so i can understand as a viewer what's going on or what or 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 how or how this is going and i never like lost track of what was going on with 
with their little sork and little tidbits here and there. Yeah. Um, Reminiscent of um, get of uh, the Big Short and the yeah, way they kind of yeah. explain that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way Big Short it's did it, and, like the way I, it was set up. Like for, yeah, because yeah, you want to make it where you don't lose your audience and Correct. stuff like that. This so. is a complex, you know, kind of complex kind of, things, kind of I thing to talk about. I guess the main reason I asked that question is like we break out adapted screenplay from original screenplay. Yes, but there's no screenplay screenplay. Correct. So yeah. in that sense, I guess after we go over your original screenplay picks. Or would you be prepared to say which one is your best screenplay? Screenplay? Oh, uh, between both of those? That's an excellent question for another day. That I, mean, I don't I think, think we have yeah. super duper time. Also, we are running a little, a little long. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that's a good question. That's yeah. an excellent. Question. Also, I think that's unfair to even do that because, well, all right, everything on adapted screenplay. These are based on books and stuff and material that's been out for like a long period of time, which means people can pick and choose what's good and not, or what they don't like about it. Like I feel like with the with a, with original screenplay, that's something that. This is something that Jordan Peele worked on. This is something that Emily Gordon worked on. This is something that Michael McDougal worked on. Michael McDougal That so. kind of gets back to my original question yeah. about the screen, adaptive screenplays and knowing what the source material is. Yes. Some because, people... Yeah. Because, you know, like you said, it could be based upon a, a poem. It could be based upon a play. It could be based upon a book mm-hmm. or, a short, or a short story. Mm-hmm. Um or a documentary or a, mm-hmm. or an article yes. or some, some mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. and i think the like understanding where the what the source material is from i think is a very valid yeah. part of judging the quality of the screenplay yes yeah. i think that's a it's a it's a valid argument that we can we can kind of delve into you're really just asking what's the best written movie that's what you're saying yeah. Well, we can delve into that. But that, that segues us to original screenplay, yeah. which we have five nominees as well. We have The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I wish I remember what James called it earlier. <laughs> so he said outside of something. It was not Ebbing, Missouri. I was going to say Wisconsin. I thought it was Wisconsin. Well, they're, they're in Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. And Somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Somewhere in the Midwest. And so uh, who I think should and will win also differ in this category. Who I think should win is Get Out. I think it is absolutely an amazing original idea. The subtleties, the deeper meanings are incredible. The way that, that Jordan Peele write, wrote these characters is with a lot of depth in just a short amount of time. I was very, very impressed with, with, with that. But what I think will win, which has won a ton of awards during this award season, is Three Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I do like a lot of the dialogue, even some of the dialogue that is heavy-handed and almost crash-like racist. I'd do anything to catch the guy who did it, Mrs. Hayes, but when the DNA don't match no one who's ever been arrested, and when the DNA don't match any other crime nationwide, and when there wasn't a single eyewitness from the time she left your house to the time we found her, well, right now, there ain't too much more we can do. Could pull blood from every man and boy in this town over the age of eight. There's civil rights laws prevents that, Mrs. Hayes. And what if he was just passing through town? Pull blood from every man in the country, then. Then what if he was just passing through the country? If it was me, I'd start up a database. Every male baby what's born, stick him on it. And as soon as he'd done something wrong, 
cross-reference it, make 100% certain it was a correct match, then kill him. Yeah, well, there's definitely civil rights laws prevents that. You know, but it's kind of a, it's like it's it plays around. It. it plays around with the racism, but never goes the racism. I think it eats around the edges of the racism, but that's a, that's a directing issue to me. Not a, not not necessarily. I uh, think it's pretty blatantly. There's there's the racism. No no no. I mean, there. it eats around getting to the actual point of showing the race. It's just showing you the racism just for the point of showing you it. It's not necessarily commenting on what this means for this town because basically the the that's that but that's that's like i said i yeah. think that, i don't want to stay too i don't want to get too si- sidetracked with that because i think that's a directing issue not more yeah, I, of, a, of a screenplay issue okay um but that's my that's what i think will win what do you think yeah, should, I, James, actually, what do you think well actually i actually mine's mine's is flipped i i actually think the get out is going to win okay but i actually like um three billboards out, okay. outside of missouri and that's that was one of my favorites I mean, going back to the races, uh, yeah, I, yeah, Jordan did an amazing job. Jordan Peele did an amazing job with uh, Get Out, like, and it's funny because it's like I saw that movie, and the fact that yeah, like you, you said this early, like the fact that we're still talking about this movie, and it came out, you know, close to almost a year ago, like, and we're yes. still like it's still like on, and it's still like in the culture, and it still actually could could win is kind of an is is definitely an amazing feat, and that's why I think it's going to because you know it's, it makes a lot of different comments about. You know, social stat. You know, social status yes. and like mm-hmm. racism and all these different things that touches on that stuff. I didn't see a lot of it coming, mm-hmm. and a lot of the changes and stuff that happens. I did kind of. I'm not gonna say Get Out was predictable, but I knew what I was walking into, and I kind of felt what was going to happen. I really didn't see what was going to happen with Three Billboards. Okay, and and that's I, and I that's can, and that's why that. I'm kind of that's why I'm kind of picking that. When you say that about the racism thing, I don't think it's a movie. Okay, yeah, there are racist people in this. There's a few racist people in it, but I kind of felt like that was like a background thing. Like, yeah, Dixon. Um, what's his name? D- Sam Rockwell's character. Sam Rockwell's character. Sam Rockwell's character. Yeah, he hates. He he'll he'll use the word nigger very quickly, and he hates this person, that person. Like, and there's a they don't they don't really need to explain that. All you need to know is that he once tortured a black kid because he thought he was trying to get him to confess something. That's all you really need to know about it. Like, I mean, like, yeah, he's he's racist. Like, there's other people that are in the town. The town is. Is pretty much racially segregated. Like, yeah, they don't really like the 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 um. Well, chief, like, I, I feel like that stuff is touched upon, but we don't need to talk about. Like, I'm not saying we. Yeah, let's do a deeper dive into Three Billboards real quick, yeah. as 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 quickly as we can. My issue with the movie is not the presentation of racism. It's if the races, if the racism is such a heavy topic in this community, which everyone seems to acknowledge. Mm-hmm then why is it seeming like it's not necessarily affecting any relationship? Basically, Dixon doesn't... There's no There's no black person in the town that's fed up with Dixon. There's no white person in the town that's necessarily fed up with it either. Like, Frances McDormand's character, she comments on Sam Rockwell's character of how he beats you know, black people. Yeah, yeah. He's known for that. That's known obviously for known. That's known. He's known. She's making that. that statement, but there's absolutely nothing in the town, ta- in, in the rest of the this world they've created 
that says that that's a problem. It's just kind of there as almost like and that's, window dressing. I'm sorry, and I think that's realistic. Yeah, people do racist shit, and people are complicit and just let it happen. What that's I'm saying it. is, what I'm saying is, but, but not they're not necessarily. Well, I'm not saying they're complicit. I'm saying the the. I don't, I, man, man, I don't want to get too far no. on a tangent with I mean, you. no, I mean, yeah, it's not I, that. I just feel like it's like, yeah, we only saw, well, there's only, I only saw three black people in that entire movie. One guy was from out of town. The other two were like, they worked there. One worked with Francis McDormand. The other one was just a kid that did the, 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 the billboards. Billboard. Shout out to O-Dog. And, Shout out to O-Dog from The Wire. <laughs> if y'all don't know who O-Dog is, you need to go check season four of The Wire. Because he, you know, I'm not going to spoil The Wire for you. And, and Lester Freeman, too. Lester Freeman, too. The Clark Peter character, yes, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is Freeman. Lester Freeman yeah, yeah, yeah. from The Wire. Right. That character <laughs> in Three Billboards is completely ridiculous, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he just comes in and just says... It's <laughs> utterly ridiculous. Like, I'm out on this character. But that's... Like said, <laughs> but, but, but these are directional... Like, in my opinion, these are directional issues. And so um, I don't want to get stuck too much on that. Yeah, but you yeah. think... You believe that... Three billboards rule is should win, but yeah. get out will win. So we have the reverse. Yeah, yeah. Joe, you have any uh, any comments about that? While we move on, no, no, it's all right. All right, all right. So moving on, we are going to go right into the directing category. We have five nominees again. Uh, for Dunkirk, we have the great Christopher Nolan, who also made Dark Knight, Inception, and if you've ever seen his first masterpiece, in my opinion, which is Memento. Then we have, with his first directorial debut, he is the fifth African-American. Hopefully we can get an African-American woman one of these days. Shout out to D. Reese of Mudbound, who's not nominated. Yeah, right. Jordan Peele for Get Out. We have Greta Gerwig, who directed Lady Bird. It is her first time directing a movie and her first nomination. We have the great Paul Thomas Anderson, who is making a revival from a movie I hate Inherit Vice, he has now made this fabulous movie. <laughs> thank goodness he made this fabulous oh, movie, Phantom Thread, <laughs> which thank goodness it is getting the nominations oh because it is a fantastic film. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Phantom Thread by Paul Tom with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson directing. And we have Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro? Yeah. For The Shape of Water. And Guillermo del Toro. Is both, and I'm gonna. I butchered his name twice, and I'm so I'm sorry. Guillermo. To Guillermo. Guillermo. Oh, well, you know, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> like, like, like Duolingo. Guillermo. <laughs> Have to do my Duolingo more. Uh, for The Shape of Water, he is both my who should win and will win. I thought from start to finish, his direction and his the the uh, way he's taking, he's going about making this film, this kind of fantasy. Some realism in it, but a lot of me- a lot of both metaf- metaphysical aspects to it. I thought just the the shot the the shot selections, things he he kind of decided to do with the movie. I was just fascinated by it the entire time. I thought Paul Thomas Anderson did a great job with Phantom Thread. Jordan Peele, great job. I think everybody in this this category is is really strong, including Christopher Nolan, who does basically what I kind of saw in Gravity years ago which is just make a really good cinematic film in terms of just the way it looks it feels um but ultimately i think guillermo del toro will and should win for shape of water what were you thinking james um i'm i think uh i think shape of water is going to win from this list i I think shape of water is definitely is going to win 
But I want I want Jordan Peele to win, and I and you I, think he should win, I, or you I, want him to win? No, I I want I want Get Out. Oh, it's funny because well, I was looking at this list. I'm be, I'm between like uh, Chris Nolan and Jordan Peele, but I I think like who I want to win. But I think I think Jordan not Peele. Who, what's not who want to win? Who do you think should who should earned, win? Who, who do I think? Should win? I mean, I think else. Jordan Peele should win. Okay. I think Jordan Peele okay. should win. Just. I think Jordan Peele should win, and we're going to go with... I've told you before, like, my problems with, like, Guillermo del Toro. Okay, no problem. Like, but, but, they are... So, okay, so, I think they're somewhat valid. Yeah, yeah, all right, Which is so, that you, you don't like the whole, do we have to have yeah, this Yeah, I, I think... I think in, all right, I, I put Guillermo del Toro in this uh, Tim Burton realm. He's starting to get into a Tim Burton realm to me. Like, when I think of Tim Burton... I think of Zack Snyder. I think of somebody that like you think Zack Snyder and Tim Burton. No, 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 no. I don't want to say. I'm not going to say one is more as talented as the other. But what I'm saying is that I think Tim Burton is more. I think Gilmore and Tim Burton are more talented than um than Zack Snyder. But I feel like sometimes they get they they set up situations or they set up scenes that are just there for shit to look cool. Like I just want to put this shot in the movie. There, there's, there's a that whole scene well, is set up. Sex. Yeah, yeah, a fish, fishman sex. Whatever there, that means. I honestly feel like that whole scene is set up to, to look for 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 the you see an underwater shot of both of them like intertwined like underwater. And I, I literally was watching. That, I was like, that's, that's the only fucking reason this all is bullshit. It, is. Well, first of all, it's it is it is taking. A that, step. That means I will it. say this. I don't think it's, I don't think it's just a shot for shot. Before that, first of all, did you know it was possible? Huh? What are you talking about? What was possible for them to have sex? Because I didn't. No, they fucked earlier. That's what I'm saying. They already fucked. They fucked like before when like James she was sitting there. She was sitting there watching them. Huh? I know. No, I know. no. See, well, she was. She was sitting, she was sitting there watching. See, see, see. Yeah. I remember. They, they fucked. Er- I remembered it differently. And Joy yeah. told me that, that was the first thing. Right. I, and you're right. That is the yeah. Because because they were. She was already in the tub. I think, I think also. I think it's kind of to show kind of the the passion that is between them that we don't necessarily we might not have gotten. If I spoke about it, if I did, what would I tell you? I wonder. Would I tell you about the time? It happened a long time ago, it seems, in the last days of a fair prince's reign. Or would I tell you about the place? A small city near the coast, but far from everything else. tell you about her, the princess without voice, or perhaps I would just warn you about the truth of these facts, and the tale of love and loss, and the monster who tried to destroy it all. Now listen, I think this is very simple. If you don't buy into the fantasy of it, it does not. None of the, nothing else that he does in the movie is going to work for you. Yeah. If you don't buy into the, this is a fantasy, this is not. First of all, every movie not rooted in reality. Let's get yeah, off of that. Yeah, yeah. You need to get some. You need to get some more joy in their life. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying. That, I got enough joy like... in my life figuratively and literally. <laughs> Thank you, baby. <laughs> but people need to get some more happiness in their life that they can enjoy a scene. Listen. It's, 
It's not real. I've yeah. never seen a fish. I'm not, have you seen a fish? All, all right, first off, all, all of these movies are based in fiction, and I'm not saying that. It I just exists. feel like I feel like when you establish like a certain amount of logic for a certain for the world that we're in. Don't break frame to go ahead and do some fantasy, fantasy stuff. Now, the, the funny thing is, because it's funny, because I was talking to Joy about this, she immediately said, like, oh, it's like The Little Mermaid. Like, she, I didn't even think of it like that. I wasn't even thinking of it in some a fantasy type of context. I wasn't even thinking of it, like, as a fantasy movie. Because now that it's like it's a fantasy movie, I understand that, but it's just... I, I hate shots that are just done in movies just so shit looks cool. Like, I feel like it's a waste of stuff. Because, like, when we're going back to the right. Jordan Peele okay. thing... Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I feel like he there's he definitely he definitely cut a lot out of that movie. He did but not it, waste anything. Yet. Yeah, yeah, Agreed. he didn't waste anything. He, he knew exactly what it was, I like agree. what he was trying to do to get this shot okay. to get this point across. So yeah, so that, I that's, agree. That's, that's how I think about it. But I feel like watch, I man, that, he's gonna win. <laughs> I, I I can already see how it's gonna happen. Oh, Altero's gonna win. I'm, I'm I'm almost. If somebody told me to put my money on one of these categories, yeah. it'd be it would be that. Um, next one that I would put my second amount of money on yeah. is going to be for best supporting actress. We have Mary J. Blige, the great Mary J. Blige, singer, now turned actress. Hey, she got to get all the money she can because Kendu needs to live, continue to live his life. Well, I don't even know who that is, but I That's hope he's the, <laughs> the great Mary J. Blige in Mudbound. We have Allison Jenny in I, Tanya. Leslie Manville, who plays the uh, sister to Reynolds Woodcock and Fan of Thread, in case you thought that that was... Uh, you said Leslie Member. Is that the woman that, that was uh, the they, was dating w? him? No, not her. That's Vicky uh, Cra- Vicky Crepes. Vicky Crepes. But Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread. We have Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird, who plays uh, the protagonist's mother. And Octavia Spencer, the great Octavia Spencer, who seems to be nominated every single year for whatever she does. And you know what? She's very, very good all the time. <laughs> for Shape of Water, as she plays one of the co-workers to our uh, star Sally Hawkins' mute character, who we'll get to later, which I have no problem with. For Best Actress in a Supporting Role, yeah. I am going to go with, in a very surprising choice, I know you guys are going to be surprised <laughs> by this, but I was absolutely blown away in Phantom Thread by Leslie Manville. Really? Blown oh. away. I blown think, away. Really? I was blown away. I, every scene she was in, I was I like, this would be no give me again. more. Give me more. Give me more. I'm, I'm not actually what? as blown away. And maybe it's because we're, we're husband and wife. <laughs> I, that was going to be my choice, too. Between, it would be between her and, um, again, I didn't see Mudbound. And therefore, I can't really judge. Trust me, Mary, Mary J. Blige don't belong in the yeah, category. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let me just put that on the, on the record. This Mary J. Blige performance in Mudbound, it's Fine. Fine. It is nothing special. The movie to me is special. Mary J. Blige, no. <laughs> so yes, don't worry about. Me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But yes, Mary J. Blige, you don't got to worry about that one. I was just, well, I was only saying, and you don't have to convince me of anything. But <laughs> again, I just hadn't seen it, so I didn't want to act as though I'm judging them all fairly. But yes, Leslie Medvin- Manville in yeah. Phantom Thread owns every single scene that she's in. She comes in there this and she so just she sits down at the table <laughs> and she literally it. reads everyone for filth every time she guess, comes on the screen. This is so interesting. Like, so, this like is so interesting Alice and Janie in I, Tanya, <laughs> she was great too. But I feel like 
I feel like the subtleties yes. in yes. the sister role yes. of yes, fa- uh, in Phantom Thread made that role. That made role could have been throwaway. He could have very easily it been, been throw away. away. Whereas I feel like with Alice and Jenny, it was like Jenny. you, Jenny, mm-hmm. you, you know when she comes in, she's going to give you a great mm-hmm. performance. And this, and the character that she was playing was a very multi-level, interesting character. And so I feel like she gave me what I needed out of the role. Whereas with Leslie Manville. She gave me what I didn't even expect out of the I agree. I like that. Like, that way you said like, yeah. the Just the way that she, like, it's like, at first it's like, well, are they brother and sister? Are they employee oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the supervisor? Is, 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 are they friends? Like, do, does she hate him? Yeah. Is she just there? But it's like, you know, I don't, like, it's just very like, I don't advise this. Good luck with that. Would you like me to ask Alma to leave? No. Why? Well, if you're going to make her a ghost, go ahead and do it, but please don't let her sit around waiting for you. I'm very fond of her. Oh, you're very fond of her, are you? Well, in that case... No, don't turn it on me. I don't want your cloud on my head. Shut up, You can shut right up. Don't pick a fight with me. You certainly won't come out alive. I think this is very shocking that I'm even hearing this. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Will win? Did I say, did I say no, Will I, said, win? I don't know. Yeah, who's Will win? I'm sorry. Will win will be Alison Jenny is going to win. Alison Jenny is going to win. I'll, 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 I'll be shocked if she doesn't win. Okay, I'll well, my opinion is Alison Janney should win. Alison Janney is going to win. Okay. I don't even understand why, like, some of these people... I mean, let's be honest. Like, I mean, we've, we've said this before in the past. Like, we've had proper conversations we talked about this. Like, the best support actress category usually is kind of, like, just weak in general. Like, I feel A like sometimes times, they, yes, they, they just kind of scrape. They're trying unless, to find... Unless you got Viola, De- Vi- uh, Viola, Viola Davis, Davis yeah, but in, you know in an acting role, role in a role, role, role yeah. in a supporting role for some but, reason. Yeah, they were just trying to, you know, yeah, stack Get an easy win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, she uh, but, still would have been Stone, though. She would have. She would have been Stone. She would have been Stone. But, um, but, yeah, so, yeah, like, I don't even understand. Like, Mary J. Blige was cool. Like, she was cool. Like, she was cool. Octavia Spanish was cool. Like I, I thought, I thought um, Laurie Metcalf I thought was really good, so, and I thought Manville was I thought Manville was 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 good, but I don't even feel like I hated Alice and Jenny. Like I actually okay. hated her character. I hated her mother. I hated everything, and that could have that could have came across as. You, I feel like I've mom, seen moms that moms can be annoying. Somewhere. Like mm-hmm. I think it's easy to be. You can play annoying, or you can play like I. I was like, oh, you really are a terrible bitch. Like, I, I just, like as I was watching that shit. Here's, like, the, I mean, yeah. here's the counter to the... And I like Allison Jane's performance yeah. in I Tell You a lot. She was actually my should win up until... She was easily the best person I feel up like in the movie almost. I feel like she was easily the best one in the movie. I enjoyed a lot of the performances in I Tell You. I really did. Yeah. I don't think she was like above and beyond everybody else. The thing about that role, I just think the mother... She's written that displeasurable of a person. Yeah. That while Allison Jenny is a it's a phenomenal actress and she she brings all those parts out of her, I feel like a lot of great. I think Miss Frances McDormand could have done that. Yeah, she could have. So so it's like the things I think that I could have did it. Agreed, probably too as well. <laughs> yeah, yes, because I mean, she like, did it in Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, like it's, but to me, that's that's a that's a result of that's a great character. 
the performance that she's giving is great as well. But the stuff, in my opinion, that Leslie Manvis, that that role is, in my opinion, that's a throwaway role if you put anybody else in it. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's an afterthought. It's funny because I didn't, she didn't even stand out to me. Like, I didn't oh, even okay. think that's of. Okay. I didn't even think of Leslie okay. Manny, Manville even being on this okay. list until I'm actually looking at it right now. Like I, I look at I looked at her role the same way I looked at uh Robert De Niro being nominated in um for for Silver Lightest Playbook, which I always think is mad funny. Hey, like, you gotta have hey, don't mess with the <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm saying. You remember though, but see that's the thing. <laughs> like, he, that's how he, I kinda look at it. Like, okay. like, but you have to think about like this like this. A thing like with Robert De Niro, where you sit and you say he's an afterthought. No, he's not, because people still remember yeah, Don't remember, Mess with the Juju. Juju. Yeah, yeah, I remember that and it was but I, Okay. Well, our, I, our dog I, is now going crazy with a he, soccer ball. He, <laughs> yeah. So, but I, sorry for the interruptions. But, but I was like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't think like if you're watching that movie, yeah, okay. Daniel Day Lewis that, stands what, out, and the 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 what is it? The um, what's her name? Alma. Alma. Biggie Crepes. So you like Biggie Crepes? Yeah. She stands out. Okay. I didn't even. I didn't even think she didn't even think good enough to even get nominated. I didn't think they would okay. shot their okay. name in there. Well, but that's, there, there you have it. That's why this is a. Discussion. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, what do you? The think? movie did not get interesting until she came and sat down. Who? Who? The, I won't say the, that, but I think she, yeah. she takes it up another level. I do agree with that. What the? Uh, uh, let's, well, you weren't you were struck by her performance. I was. She's not going to win, so don't matter. She's not winning. Yeah. If she wins, I'll be on the floor. As well. I'm, I'm surprised. I'll be on the floor. I'm surprised. I'll you be on this. Like, I will be on. The I never floor. want to watch this again. So as I, I said, exactly. I thought it would be <laughs> very surprising. People that don't want Allison Janney to win, their next person usually is Laurie Metcalf. I didn't yeah. find the Laurie Metcalf performance yeah, I think Laurie that Metcalf interesting. I, I, I thought she I didn't did. find that that interesting outside of outside of the airport scene where she's oh, crying she's in the car. Like, yeah, I didn't find it interesting at all outside of that. I mean, I thought she was like I thought she was I thought she was good. Like I, I didn't think this is I I don't even when I'm looking at the people that that's here with her. Like I don't when I look at these other actresses. Like I feel like this the way I'm saying. It, I feel like Alice you think it's you think it's it's, it's blown. She's blowing it away. You think she's this blowing it away? Okay. Going to win. All right. That's that's what it is. So, so it's like Laura Metcalf was really good, and it's funny because this is the first time I've ever seen her in anything since fucking Roseanne. Roseanne, and shit. Right. yeah. So like, mm-hmm. like yeah, she did she did a really good job as being like you know the super over emotional like mom and stuff like that. That's just adolescence was trying. To right. Do. I, I got that. That's cool. Like that's she did a really good job with that. She sold it, and it's like you know she's endearing. But at the same time, like you can be annoyed with her, and somebody can be with her mom, so you can understand where she's coming from. But at the same time, you can know that she. But loves you don't her. think it's in the class of Alice? I, I, I didn't think it was insane. Okay. I didn't think it was all right. Funny. So let's move on. We're gonna go into best supporting actor, which is one of my favorite categories. We have William Defoe for the Florida Project, where he plays a hotel building manager. Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. He plays the police chief in that movie. Richard Jenkins for Shape of Water, who plays. Um, Sally Hawkins' character, he's, he is her neighbor and friend and confidant. Christopher Plummer, who plays J. Paul Getty in All the Money in the World, which unfortunately is the one movie I did not see. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to say I'm going to say all of my uh, tidbits with this with the caveat of I did not see Christopher Plummer's performance in All the Money in the World. And our last nominee is Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. In which he is the favorite and is the person that I believe will win, even though I am absolutely 100% against him winning. <laughs> I think he's not even the best person from his movie in this category. I believe Woody Harrelson is better. And if you had to tell me that I had to pick someone from this category, I would pick Woody Harrelson. I do want to mention that I found Jason Mitchell. I, I found Jason Mitchell's performance in Mudbound to be 
incredible. Yeah. And he would have been my pick in this category had he been nominated. But he's not, so I would go with Woody Harrelson. I just found the Sam Rockwell character to be too cartoonish. He's doing it. I found it a lot more tolerable the second time I saw the movie. I liked Woody Harrelson's performance a lot more than Sam Rockwell, who was a Sam Rockwell was a very good actor, you know, outside of this. But I didn't like his performance in this um, particular movie. What did you think? I would. I would actually was going to say Sam Rockwell. I like Woody Harrelson's character. I I like everything about it. But I kind of felt like he was kind of gone. He's too too early in the movie. Too short. Yeah, like I kind of felt like he was kind of like a. Zero. I didn't get a re- resolution to him. I feel like. I what saw. What, 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 now, I mean, there was a resolution to the letter. Yeah, there was a resolution to it. Several resolutions. Resolution, but I mean, like, it's just. I don't know. Like, I feel like I need to see more of him. I need to see an so art. So, your thing is a time thing. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't in there long enough. I I, I, I like Sam Rockwell. So, I like the way he did it. I like the way. I like his arc. I like everything here, about it. I love, I love the whole thing. Okay, here's a question for you then. So, let's counter that. Let's compare that to Marshall Richard Jenkins was a roommate. Yes, a roommate from Shape of Water. Richard Jenkins. So you would have gone with Sam Rockwell yeah. if you had to choose. I would go with Sam Rockwell. I want to also say as well, I didn't see all the money in the world. Maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe, maybe Christopher Plummer kills. He may have one. I, I, <laughs> I am, I am very, I am, I am upset. That. I have looked several times on yeah. Fandango, but for the last, but it's, it's funny because like I saw two him weeks the, and have not been able to find this movie. Yeah, I, it's, it's funny. Of, it's funny because I, I saw it. I mean, well, yeah, I, I know how to find it online. I saw it sitting there, but I was like, oh well, I don't really need to watch this because he replaced Kevin Spacey in like a fucking week. So that's, well, that's, that's all I, thought. I think oh, that's, that's an achievement that in itself. Yeah, Whoever seen this true. movie has said basically <laughs> this man could just come on set yeah, is, yeah. after this this yeah. you know this scandal where we have yeah. to basically that's a hell of a decision yeah, to remove someone is. from the movie after you've already run trailers with him in yeah, the movie. The movie yeah. So and put another guy. So in so, there. so that's it's crazy because like so I've seen the rest of these it. movies. I don't understand how you cut. You can't cut Willem Dafoe from the movie. You can't cut Woody Harrelson. So Woody Harrelson wasn't even in the movie that long. You can't cut Woody Harrelson. I think that's the point of. So I don't understand. Plumber, how it's yeah. like you can, if you have a strong enough. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like maybe, maybe I need to see. Maybe there's something that I'm missing. It has to be because I can't imagine any of these other people in this. Well, category let's talk. Let's talk, let's talk. Let's talk about the other two. The other two um, nominees. Let's talk about. Well, we talk about Richard James. Let's talk. Let's talk more about William Defoe. Yeah. So I've heard. I've heard a lot of people that are into this performance. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the Mahershala Ali performance yeah, yeah. in Moonlight, yeah. which it's it's super duper subtle yeah. to the point where I can't even put my finger on it being memorable. Mm-hmm. I want to go where culture is, but like New York, I raise such or at least snob. Connecticut or New Hampshire, well, where writers live in the get woods. Get into those schools anyway. Mom, you can't even pass your driver's test because you wouldn't let me practice. The way enough. that you work, or the or the way that you don't work, you're not even worth state tuition, Christine. My name is Ladybird. Uh, well, actually, it's not, and it's ridiculous. Call me Ladybird, like Christine. you said you would. Just you should just go to City College. You know, with your work ethic, just go to City College and then to jail and then back to City College and then maybe you'd learn to pull yourself up and not expect everybody to do everything. <laughs> Let's go into Best Actress, which is a little bit more of an interesting category. We have Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water. We talked about her several times. Frances McDormand for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Margot Robbie playing 
the infamous, I like to call it infamous, Tanya Harding <laughs> in I, Tanya. Shersha Ronan, I hope I did not mess that up. I've been trying to practice that phrase, so I'll call it. Weeks, who plays the uh, lead in Lady Bird, and the queen of them all, Meryl Streep. Always nominated. Meryl Streep. Meryl such a legacy fucking nomination. In the post. This is such a legacy. And as James has said, we will get into that. Yeah, this is such a legacy. Mainly a legacy yeah. So she is definitely not going to be in my will or should be. <laughs> so, my should win. I am very torn, and this is the second year in a row in these in a best actor or best actress category where I have I am absolutely split down the middle between two people. I love Saoirse Ronan in Lady Bird and I loved Francis McDormand in Three Billboards over Ebbing, Missouri. I cannot be- decide between the two of them mm-hmm. just like last year I could not decide between Denzel in um, Fences and Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea. Um, my will win is Francis McDormand for Three Billboards over Ebbing, Missouri. What did you yeah. think, James? Francis McDormand thinks going to win, but... I did like Margot Robbie. Um, no, Margot I like, Robbie, you liked her. I, I liked okay. her. I liked her in it. I, I did like her in this. Um, so even as she basically yeah, she playing a sixteen year old, looking like a twenty, about yeah, about a twenty, yeah, 20, 25. 25. Like, 27 year old from braces. Yeah, all right. So it was funny because it's like I didn't even think about that till you said that to me. He was like, "So you just believe her as like a sixteen year old?" I was like. And then she was like 22. It's like, no, when they got married, she was 17. I was like, really? And I'll fact check it, but it's right around there. She looked like. Yeah, because if she got married at 17, I was like, that completely changes the way I look at that fucking movie now. Because I can believe her as Tanya Harden is like. The adult. Knock child. on the knee. Yeah. That, who I saw in the Olympics. Who is Yeah, yeah, that. I'm sorry. The wrong woman. Let's, let's keep our facts straight. Okay. Which the movie likes to, to tell you. Listen, yeah, yeah. we don't yeah, know. Who, stuff is right. yeah, we don't know right. where the facts are. That, that's, that's, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about things movies. we do yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Nancy Kerrigan <laughs> was hitting the knee. That's a fact. This thing You don't know exactly who did it. Yeah, or. Did she know about we don't know her, no. which I definitely think is definitely in 1994 Nancy Kerrigan was hit by someone <laughs> that had association with Tanya Harding's ex-husband Jeff Galloomy <laughs> whether Tanya Harding knew or not is a whole different ball of wax that people are he said she said who knows She's my she's my third favorite out of that. Yeah. Then would be Sally Hawkins. I, don't, I definitely don't want to win him because like I feel like the backlash. Like I feel like people are starting to think this paints Tanya Harding in a better light. Oh, I didn't think she had a shot before. You thought she had a shot before? Uh, I mean, I think when it first came out, like I feel like when okay. it first came out, when I first saw the suits was around like what November or some shit like that. So mm-hmm. like when the when the screener come out, like around November. Like I remember thinking I was like, oh yeah, I feel like a lot of I started hearing people talk up about her, but. I don't know. By the time the voting was in, people was like, wait, are, are we really going to make Tanya Harding seem sympathetic? Like, is that really okay? They do definitely try to paint her in, in, in a positive. I don't think they paint anybody in a positive. I think they paint people in a light of what they believe. I don't believe. know, man. When those scenes when she was getting her ass whipped, I was like, shit. Well, that might have really happened. I don't know. I, I, well, no one well the thing is, according to, was it, the buddy, he was saying that she was whooping his. I don't know. This is a lot of different shit, but what I'm saying no is that, No one like, really knows. Yeah, nobody really knows. And they and they pose that in the, in the film, but, but like, that, it makes you definitely film, feel maybe. bad for her, like, the reason why she was so violent. So let's let's go back to the performance, but you, you, you bought into the performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, that would be your pick. Who do you think, you said you think Carson McDormand will win, though? I think Francis McDormand. Who do you think will win, Joy? I wouldn't be surprised if, um, Francis McDormand McDormand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too rosé flavored apple oranges in, and I'm feeling <laughs> old. Um, I will say this, and you know, for 
all of those that don't know me, which is anybody who's listening to, to this podcast, will know, um, need to know about some of my cinematic background is Little Girl from Atonement. Miss Ronan. Miss Ronan. I have not forgiven her for what she did in Atonement. <laughs> and every movie that she has done since then, I have held the deaths against her. I don't want to give the... The, I don't want to do a spoiler in a to, uh, the full spoiler in atonement away because that is such a big part of what the movie is. But yes, I have I have held atonement against that little girl for years, and Lady Bird actually made me like her, and it, uh, not necessarily as an individual person, but like the her in a, in a as a character. Yeah. So for me, it was. A great performance because I could see her in that role. She's definitely not a high school. She's above high school age. Yes, yes, yes. But she pulled, but it, she off pulled it off a yes. lot yeah, more yeah. successfully oh, than yeah, Margot yeah, yeah, yeah. did. Well, how, old, how old is she? How old is she? I'll look it I up. I want to say she's like twenty four. She's oh for real? Yeah. She's definitely older. She's a grown oh, woman. Okay. And she, but All right, she, she got me on that. Yeah, that's actually a good one. She's, that's like she's 23. She's 23. Yeah, I would have definitely... She'll be 24 in April. She'll be 24 in April? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely would believe you told me she was 17. She's pulled it off. She's, she's pulled it off. Yeah, I definitely she, she, she pulled it off. Because um, that's when you said she was in Brooklyn. I was like, wait, yes. Brooklyn had a grown-ass woman in that shit. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Good acting. Yeah. It's good acting. What her look too, also. She has a look for an immature look. Definitely for me, that was a great lead actress performance. I did enjoy Margot, you know, except for the fact that I, she looked like a grown. She looked like a SNL character playing a child during those. <laughs> like this is obviously a grown person. Oh, this is like the Jennifer Lawrence thing I always say about like Jennifer Lawrence, like a person that's dressed up all the time. Yeah, she doesn't look. She looks. She like can, a grown she, yeah, she's not. Yeah, that's excellent <laughs> yeah, flip analogy. Around. Like flip around. A lot of art. A lot of a lot of young actresses have not necessarily succeeded in looking mature for their age. <laughs> but she... But, the, yeah, definitely some can't pull off being younger than their age. Yeah. But I definitely think that Francis McDermott is going to win. Is going to win. Okay. So we all in agreement yeah, who's yeah, going right. to win. We just definitely a little bit. Who's, who's one of the... Um, who will, who won, um, should win? Like Golden Globes and the other ones. Like Francis McDermott has won everything. Golden Globes were, are split between comedy and drama. So yeah. both... Both Sister Ronan, Ronan run for comedy and Francis McDormand won for drama. What about PGA? Who won for... Um... McDormand. McDormand has won everything else okay. outside oh, of that. Yeah, as, far, as far as I remember. She's, yeah, she's, she's, been, she's been the leader in the clubhouse pretty much the entire um, award season. So I, I do believe that she... And, and she's, a, she's a great actress and I like yeah. the perform. I do like... It's one of the few things that I love. I, I like Three Billboards. That's one of the things that I love about it is her performance. Did she ever watch She that? really um, eats up the screen. Let's move on to Best Actor. In a leading role, we have Timothy Chalamet in Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis in Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya. Is it Kaluuya or Kaluuya? I don't know. Daniel Kaluuya or Kaluuya? Kaluuya. Wakabi. Wakanda. Yeah, Wakabi. Which we'll get to later. In Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya in Get Out. Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour, and for some reason, <laughs> Denzel Washington no, respect legend, man. Another in legend. Roman J. Israel respect, respect legends, Esquire, respect legend. which is absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> 
insane people. Insane. Meryl Streep can get her legendary That's insane too. They're both insane. Then Denzel All right, let's, let's move on to this. Uh, <laughs> I think who should win? This was very, very difficult. Um, I believe Timothy Chalamet should win for Call Me By Your Name. It was very close toss-up between him and Daniel Day-Lewis in Phantom Thread. But who will win? Who's been winning just about everything because he put on all the makeup, <laughs> the bodysuit. If he gained the weight, if he gained some weight for it too, yeah. is Mr. Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour, which is a movie I do not like. But his performance is very good. But I, I prefer Timothy Chalamet in Call Me mm-hmm. By Your Name. What do you think, James? I think... I think Daniel Day Lewis should win. Okay. And I think Gary Oldman's gonna win. Okay. Gary Oldman's gonna win. That's that's one thing. So what about that performance of gear of uh of Daniel Day Lewis that you I don't you, know. It's it's, it's 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 weird. And it's funny because like the more because when I saw the movie the way it's funny. Like when I was watching it, it was like um any anybody that's ever seen um Paul Thomas Anderson and Daniel Day Lewis do work together. They also work together on um There Will Be Blood. There will be blood. So, like, it's funny. When I was watching, I was like, oh, this is just Daniel Plainview, but he does dresses now. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's like, this is different. Like, this is a tortured person who really, really cares about his craft. Fuck everybody else. But the thing is, at the end, the spin goes differently. It goes from, like, like, I'm not gonna, I, I don't need anybody at all. Like, I don't need, I don't need anybody to, I don't, he makes, this, a he makes vulnerability. Yeah, he, he makes a vulnerability about himself. It's something I didn't see him. But what makes me like the performance even more now from when I first saw it was that I'm starting to hear now that like he co-wrote the 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 role with um yes. what, PTA. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. So yeah. like there's certain stuff that they added in like that he was like, No, he should say this, just say that, which makes me you know what I mean? Like that definitely makes me look even more differently at it because I already like liked the role and I liked like what he did, but yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, what would that be? Like five Oscars for him? Four Oscars for him? I believe that's his, <laughs> yeah. Like, would it be his fifth? Let's yeah, see. I don't know. I wouldn't even. I if I was a voter, I wouldn't even vote for him because I was like, he got too fucking many. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when yeah. you're when you're the goat, you're the <laughs> yeah. goat. Like, now I will say this. Like I said, for me, and he's retiring. Nah, fuck that. You out? <laughs> I can't let. I can't let you. For me, it was, and I had. Timothy Chalamet easily winning over Gary Oldman yeah, because man. I just don't like that. I don't like oh, that movie. Man. I don't like Darkest yeah, Hour. Yeah. And so the things that Timothy Chalamet is doing yeah. in Calling By Your Name to me are so impressive because oh, he's got to be yeah. hetero and homosexual. Yeah, I mean he's got to be cool but unsure. He's got to be smart but inexperienced. He's got to play a 17-year-old. He's got to be 17. 17, like adolescence, I'm trying to figure myself out. He's got to be, he's got to, in, in parts, he's got to be happy. Yeah. In parts, he's got to be sad. In parts, he's got to be, he's got to be biting. In parts, he's yeah. got to be submissive. It's just, yeah. there's so many different things yeah. he has to do in that movie. And to have to do that as such a young actor yeah, to me, it's so impressive. It, as I want, I just found it absolutely yeah. incredible what he's doing, and especially the the end scenes. <laughs> I'm feeling the emotions from him. Not saying I wasn't feeling emotions from from Day Day Lewis, because I am. Yeah, I would like to reward a young actor that I think is going to have a really interesting career yeah. versus like Daniel Day Lewis. He's that. Yeah. It's like it's like it, look, LeBron can get thirty in his sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Day Day Lewis can do this in his sleep. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. you know, 
this, I think it's just so much harder, especially when I saw when you see Timothy Chalamet do a different role in Lady Bird, which he's not as good at. He's not nearly as good as the, in the role in Lady Bird, where he plays the second boyfriend. It's like, oh, yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is because, like, because that character is not. He doesn't grab it as much. He grabs that character and calling by your yeah, name. I just want to say this. If y'all listen to this, please watch that fucking movie. And the thing is, I know there's a lot of people that's not going to see it. Like, I know there's a lot of folks that's not going to see it and they're not going to understand what we're talking about. Movie. Like, it is a very good movie. And, and the fact that, like,. I I want to know when I when I came over here like I didn't see the I didn't see the back half of I am so glad I saw the end of that movie so I was like oh wow like, yeah so I completely look at him a quick, lot a lot different look at his performance like a lot differently he did really fucking good. so quick quick notes will be that this will be if if Daniel Day Lewis were to win over Gary Oldman somehow I don't think that's going to happen but it would be his fourth uh, Academy Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role mm-hmm. Joe you have any thoughts on the Best Actor category? I think it definitely is going to be between Timothy Chalamet and or Chalamet, Chalamet or Daniel Day-Lewis. Again, you've talked down this darkest hour enough for me not to <laughs> put anything <laughs> in that. I will say this. I will and, it's not Gary Oldman's fault. Yeah, yeah it ain't. Every, it's Gary not Gary does, Oldman's does fault. Thing in it. This he is not Gary Oldman's fault. This is a this is a direction Stream. This is a lot of things that have nothing. You know, it's listen. Gary Oldman's great. The score is great. Nothing else. Denzel Washington and Roman J. Israel. I don't really even understand why that movie was made. <laughs> so I know we're we're running long. So I'm gonna keep it short. No, go ahead. Those are those are my two. Black Let people you- do not get upset when that man loses. First off, none of y'all motherfuckers saw that movie. He like sh- I don't care what y'all. He should say. not be there. <laughs> y'all see that shit. Denzel, no, he shouldn't be there. Yeah. Everybody that saw the movie know he shouldn't be. He's there. probably not. Well, they probably gonna present some shit so he does show up. Cause <coughs> that, I would. I don't see him showing up. They gonna make him present something. Cause I wouldn't. I don't even think he's he gonna be. There. I feel like it is He'll a makeup from last. Like, cause they know like he was really deeply hurt from last year. He was. He was hurt. I, I I'm not even saying that. I'm saying they added him in there because they want. Oh yes, let's talk about black so people. They want to so add some more black. Forgot, people thank you, James. Roles, you, let's do that really, really that's, quick. That's let's do that, let's do that really quick too. This Denzel Washington nomination, honestly, if people are being real with themselves, the, the voters, this has everything to do with the James Franco yeah. scandal. Yes. Listen, I don't know what he did. Yeah. He probably did that stuff. <laughs> I am one of those That's people that I can separate the art from the artist. From the yeah. artist. That performance in Disaster Artist, it runs circles around yeah. that stuff Denzel's doing. Yeah. So this is mainly because people are not going to vote for Someone who might be what is he a sexual harasser at the, at the very least? Sexual, yeah, sexual harasser. Okay, so that's just that's that's he pretty much sexual what this, deviant, whatever sexual he deviant. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what this is, and so I want people to understand: if you have not seen Roman J. Israel, it has no business being in there. If you've seen Disaster <laughs> Artist, if it listen, if you don't want to vote for James Franco because James Franco may have done some, some naughty yeah, things, yeah, yeah. that is fine. There is no reason to put in Denzel. We can't find nobody else. I will look at some more movies and I will come back to y'all with somebody because this is nonsense. Yeah, I, I'm, I definitely think he's in there to to take Franco's spot. And I also and and I was just saying this like I feel like oh, okay, we need to have somebody take his spot. We need five. We need five. Um, we need five spots. Uh, you know, they was always saying we don't we don't nominate enough black people. Let's nominate a legend. Okay, Denzel. What was the last thing he did? Romans did, but. Let's put him on there. Like, I, honestly, that's how I feel. That's like, probably what happened. That's what I feel like happened. I mean, that's also, and that, I mean, and going back, that's how I feel about the support and actors thing, because 
I didn't think Mary J. Blige or Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer is dope. And she, dope. Yeah, she, and that, she, but I didn't think she that's was a weak, to that. That's a weak, that, that's, that's a weaker, that's, historically that's a weak that's category. That's a weak category historically. Yes. Yeah, historically it's a weak category. So, yeah, I mean, I just I just didn't even see that even. I, I, I don't know. But So that's why I feel like sometimes they throw some people in there and be like, oh, we, you know, we got a couple, like, you know, we got you know, a couple minorities in there. Okay, right, let's so, wrap up because we're we going really long. But hey, if you, are, if you guys are into the movies, into the Oscars, you will enjoy listening to all of this good content. <laughs> all right, so let's get to the big prize of the night. The one that always causes everyone to be either elated <laughs> or absolutely pissed off. <laughs> we have the best picture category. We have nine nominees where you can have... <laughs> As low as five, yeah. as many as ten. For some reason, not enough of you people voted for Mudbound to yeah. get it to be the tenth. Yeah. So in alphabetical order, we I'm have Roman J. Israel on this. If shit. Roman J. Israel was on this, I'd have thrown my computer somewhere. <laughs> That's what I would tell hey, you. Was like, we know we need to pull a black yeah, one. No. Let's let's be real about this. <laughs> Call me by your name. Darkest hour. Dunkirk. Get out. Ladybird. Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I have, of course, if you guys have been listening to these podcasts right now, you know who my Best Picture winner would have been, which is one that is not nominated, which is Mudbound. So since I cannot select Mudbound, I will say that what should and will win the 2018 Oscar for Best Picture will be Lady Bird. What are your thoughts, James? What do you um, What do you think I'm, should and will win for? Okay, picture? what I think. Sh- okay, it's not. It's nine nominees. So I'm thinking is how ballots are going to go through and how stuff is. Well, going give to me your split. should first, and then we'll talk. Okay, about, we'll talk about why something. Who I think, what I think should win, win, win is my number one favorite movie of the year, and that's Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Okay, I I, I like Dunkirk. I, I think no the fact they were that. able to make a war movie about uh, a one little moment. That's a fighter. Yes, an ME-109 from the south. Peter, you take the tiller. Listen for my instructions. Pointer south! Full speed, Peter. Keep coming around. Keep coming. Before he fires, he's gonna drop his nose. I'll give you the signal. No, 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 wait. Wait for him to commit to his line. Set it up and the way it was structured and the way that like I cared about all the different pieces. Yes. And if you watch that movie, yes. the way the time narrative is, it's a I feel very like that's that might be damn near a fucking spoiler. But like the way when you it's watch, it's very it, interesting. Narrative. It's a very interesting because I remember like I, it's funny because like all right, I'm I'm a Chris Nolan fan and I remember like watching that movie. My hand is up. If yeah. You guys can't see me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember watching that movie. I remember thinking I was like I remember because I, I I threw it in. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch this real quick. Like it's probably gonna be nothing. I already know what the fuck happens there. Yeah, they got to get a whole bunch of guys off the beach. Da, 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 da. Okay, I already know this. It's funny because I think I was just watching like Darkest Hour before. So yeah, I know what happens. How this mm-hmm. goes. And then I'm watching it, and it was like, oh, oh, 
Oh, like the way they set it up and the, the choices that they, they make. They make it like, a lot more dramatic. Yeah, they make it mm-hmm. way more dramatic. So it's like, yes. and there's not, and the thing is, if you watch this movie, there's not a lot of dialogue in it. it is. Like, it's not. So it's, it's very just, limited. it's all on. Really, the pilots do all of the Yeah, talking. yeah, the pilots, I think, probably do all the, all the talking. Most of the talking. And then the, 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 cap- the, command, the, the captains, the commanders, commanders. They're kind of like narrating what's happening, but it's like a lot of times. Like, you don't know what's really going on or where people stand. Yeah, the audience doesn't really know. So, like, if if you're watching it like that, I think it's very, very interesting the way that they set that up. Because it's only, like, one little moment. I can see Dunkirk being someone's, as it is yours, their best picture choice. I have. It's not higher on my list because I'm more of a story guy. But I see the incredible craftsmanship in making a movie like that. And um, I have no problem. Like I said, yeah. It shot me as the visual, long the as three billboards, <laughs> the post, or Darkest Hour <laughs> yeah. don't win. I don't have a problem with these. Well, I, I believe three two, billboards might fucking win. In though. my opinion, there are three. There are three movies that are in here that are cut above everything else, and then there's a fourth that's right below that. And I believe that Get Out, Lady Bird, and Phantom Thread are just on another level. <laughs> That's my personal belief, and of and of those, I would take Lady Bird slightly above Get Out, and slightly above Phantom Thread, but because I just think that the thing about Lady Bird is it's the emotion that goes with it, and the I just I I was just connected in it, and it's not like I said these are very close. It's if Get Out wins, yeah. I'll be thrilled. If Phantom Thread wins, I'll be thrilled. Oh, I don't even say who I think is actually going. I think Get Out is going to win. You think Get Out? I, I think Get Out. So let's win. let's break down why you because yeah, yeah. because a lot of people don't understand kind of how the best picture. Yeah, like um, I, I think Get Out is going to win for voting works. Voting. All right, it's not the of the nine categories. The way that I'm looking up there, the way that it's going to, the way that I feel like it's going to work out. The fact that like we're still talking about, like the fact that we're still. Well, t- I well, need people the, to understand that when we think about this, well, like. Well, We're let's, still talking about this movie, and right. it came out a year ago. Well, let's well, let's break down. Here's why a lot of people that and so if you look at the nominees of through the categories, yeah. Shape of Water I believe has 13 nominations. If yeah. I'm incorrect, somebody please fact check me later. Has 13 nominations across categories. A lot of people would look at that and say that it's the juggernaut. It's the one that's going to dominate the awards because it has all these nominations. Yeah. I want to tell people like this. We had about four or five years ago, it might have been longer than that, a movie that I loathed, American Hustle, <laughs> had, I believe, 10 or 11 nominations. It lost every single category. A nomination is just an acknowledgement that you're one of the five best in most of these categories. Doesn't mean you might not even be close to the number one. You might be fifth most of the time. So it doesn't mean that The Shape of Water, because it has 13 nominations, is going to win Best Picture, just like it didn't mean that for La La Land last year with 14 nominations. <laughs> So, there is no real juggernaut, in my opinion, for this year. But where we, where we come into having these differences are, if you guys don't know, I'll break it down. The best picture voting is different than any other category. Any other category, it is whoever has the most. You vote for one person, one director, one movie, and everything else except for best picture. You vote once. You vote for one. Person with the, the highest amount of votes wins. And Best Picture is a preferential ballot. Basically, they rank all nine movies. The movie that has the lowest amount of votes is eliminated. And then we go to the second place votes being counted. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me explain. 
if you have 50 if, if the, after the first ballot of people ranking nine movies these nine movies for this year if someone has 50% of the first place votes they win I'm sorry 50 plus one so 50.00 whatever yeah. percentage that would be they win if they don't they eliminate the ninth the ninth movie and then the second place votes become the first place votes. So what you can have is, let's say, for example, there are people that love Three Billboards. Like you have, oh, I'm sorry, or love Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say Dunkirk gets eliminated yeah. after the first round. So now it's not necessarily that James' James's second movie is, let's say it's uh, Get Out. Yeah. It's not necessarily that James's ballot basically was like, Get Out's the best movie of the year. It's because Dunkirk can't be the best movie of the year because yeah. it got taken out. Yeah. So now your second place votes are now almost considered like first place votes. Uh-huh. So what you end up having in this, I think this happened with, this definitely happened with. Is, is it kind of similar to the way they do the MVP race for all? No, no, MVP, they do. Basically, MVP, you would just take the totality of yeah, for, everything for is pointed. Time. So yeah. it's different. You wouldn't eliminate one and then re, recali- retally. Mm-hmm. It's different. So you're trying to do it to get to a 50%. Yeah. Amount. So now your second place votes for Get Out, and I hope this is not too confusing for everyone. If it is, just look it up on Google. Um, your second place votes now almost will count for first place votes because yeah. now we have to still get to fifty yeah. percent. No matter what, we have to get to somebody having fifty yeah. percent of the majority of the the first place votes. Now second place votes become first place votes, and you keep doing that until you get to somebody Sorry, having fifty percent. Yeah. So what you could have in a year like this, where there are people that I know that are hardcore for three billboards. You know, they are hardcore for three billboards. I know people that are hardcore for Dunkirk, like you are. Yeah. There are people that are gonna be hardcore for Phantom Thread. What happens if those movies don't have even nearly the amount, huh? They don't have nearly the amount of votes, you know, that can sustain a 50% majority. Mm-hmm. Then you get into stuff like listen, I don't know any you have Lady Bird or what? What number was the Lady Bird for you? Oh uh I don't know. I wasn't even ranking them like that. I was just thinking of it like no, no. Oh, on your oh, list. oh, my list. On your uh, list. One, two, three, four. Oh, one, two, three. Well, we'll come back. We'll, why are you doing that? But let's say eight. so. I got it on eight. Oh, eight. Well, that's not. That's oh wait nine. That's two. Okay, okay, that's nine. Let's take it for. Let's take it for example. Let's say uh, uh, on my ballot. Okay. Yeah. Let's say um, very few people. A lot of people are going to have Lady Bird. If you don't love Lady Bird, you still like it enough to where it might be third. Mm-hmm. Fourth, uh-huh. fifth. If you get get out the same way, get out might be. I think get out is a little bit less likely because I think more people. If you don't love get out in yeah. the top one or two, I don't think you have it in the middle. I just don't. I don't know. I don't think you can. I, th- I think if you're into that movie, it's very yeah, hard yeah. for you to put it in the middle. Yeah. Um. Those votes end up becoming so much more important in the middle. <laughs> Because they're sustaining. So, like, something like... Let's say you have Darkest Hour, right? Number one. Yeah. Which is crazy. But <laughs> you have Darkest Hour number one, right? Yeah. That movie's not making it. It's yeah. getting eliminated. It's so, it's not about what you have as Darkest Hour first. It's like, what's your second? What's your third? Yeah. What's your... Those are going to end up being more... Did they do the nominations the same exact way? Because, like, I'm... No. Nominations are done a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, because we were talking about... I have no idea how the fuck the post even got on here. Like, it's some of this shit is, like... Some people... I, I think... You know what it is about the post? And post, oh, it's the, all straight Oscar. The thing? post was probably the last movie. Yeah, I think something like the post. What happens with it is enough. There are enough older voters still left in the academy, <laughs> and they're Spielberg into that. Street. Hats. And also, you have to remember, the post is a journalism movie. It's not a great journalism uh-huh. movie. It's a good journalism movie. 
Oh, the the only reason the only reason the post was nominated, in my opinion, was because it's a it's a f you to Donald Trump. Like that's all it is. It's like a big fuck you. To him. That's the, it, it I, I think that's part you. of it. Yes, yes. you're talking it's about you have something it. where he attacked the Washington Post. It's you have a, a lot of, of liberal voters. Absolutely. A lot of these people that it's vote in the Academy are liberals. Absolutely. And and this is about the Washington Post. Like that's what this is about. Uh, going after a corrupt um the corrupt president. It's set around like going after Nixon and his and his cronies and stuff. Like a lot of that is there. Like that is part of it. Like. And I, and, and I mean, that's that's what a lot of this is. So it's like if you're looking at what's going on in the current culture and what people voting on and stuff like that, that that's that's why it, that's why I believe like it even got nominated, which is also and I well, I also believe that like, um, what you call it is going to get uh, nominated. That's why I also think um, I think Get Out is going to win because I feel like there's also those going to these people like Tony Kornhauser were like, well, I don't want to seem racist. And I feel like that's going to happen. I think it's a great movie. I'm not saying it's not a great movie because I don't want to discount about me saying I, that. I think that's, but at the same time, I feel like there's going to be a lot of folks who's going to be like, well, I heard it's really good. I sure hope that's not why people are voting. I mean, I feel like it's going to happen. I, I will say that's this. This is my hope. I hope people... I don't understand why people just can't vote on the merit of the movie. Yeah. Winston Churchill being the man that we need ain't got nothing to do with that being a bad movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they ain't got nothing to do... Listen, listen. That has nothing to do with it. Like, like let's separate these things, but, you know, in, in closing about this best picture... Uh-huh. You know, category, which we didn't even. I guess we got to the controversy with three billboards um, mm-hmm. earlier, so we don't have to go rehash into that. But um, I think we're gonna see more than any year, and I thought this did happen last year with Moonlight. Not yeah. nearly as much because I think Moonlight would have been if you if you if you had Moonlight and you liked Moonlight, there was no way you were putting Moonlight lower than yeah, probably yeah. two, honestly. Yeah. Uh, versus La La Land, listen. I love La La Land. Yeah, I, I love like people La that La hate La it. Like you, and a lot of people hate it. So it, it's either going to be one or nine. So once you get past the first thing, yeah. it's over. You know, and, and Wesley Morris, shout out Wesley Morris from uh, the New York Times, critic at large. He talked yeah. about this as he thought that, you know, if we sat down and saw the ballots, Hidden Figures may have probably been number two just the way the ballots yeah, go. Yeah, the way. Probably. Which is probably, I think that's crazy, but, you know, hey, yeah. you know, that's probably true. But, you know, yeah. that's, that's, I, I, I do want to say this one more thing about uh, when we're talking about like Get Out and this is something because it's funny like when you think about the way these movies are released when they're going for awards they're going for award seasons like if you're looking at the list that's on here let's see so we're talking about what Call Me By Your Name The Darkest Hour Dunkirk Get Out um, Lady Bird Phantom Thread The Post Shape of Water and Three Billboards alright you need to understand that most times when movies when some, when I'm going for an award I release it between like what November and the fall time so it's like November to Christmas that's normally when you're going for, so, I'm trying to get an award. Like, October to the end of the year. Yeah, October to the end of the year. Yes. Like, that's normally, the yes. normal sweet spot for, for an award. Yes, like, for an award. Like, all those things, like, all, everything I named other than Get Out Correct. was all released between that time, except for Dunkirk, which came out as a summer, summer blockbuster. Summer, yes. Doesn't like so, but the rest of these movies, if I was like, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, um, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The They're Post, all in the yes. Shape, yes. They all they're were all fishing yes. for awards, and that's and that's usually around the same time that people are. That's when they're getting their bows. When like voters are getting yes. their screeners, you want to that's be fresh they, in the mind. Yes. That's what you want to be fresh in the mind. I just want everybody to remember that Get Out came out in like in February. in February, and just we're still talking about it. And I'm, I'm wondering also is a part of also because it is on HBO. And I wonder if that's also part of its campaign. I've heard as well. that's helped. I that I've, 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 heard, I've heard from. Listening to different podcasts yeah. that um, Universal has run a very aggressive campaign yeah. the entire year to keep that's it, been on TV to keep it to keep it in people's minds, mind. yeah, which is which good. is good. It's listen, good. listen, it's a good. It belong. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, it belongs here. So I'm not. That's definitely. You know, I I am looking forward to 
I would be I would be elated for any yeah, of those yeah, three yeah. movies I mentioned: Get Out, Lady Bird, Lady Bird, or Phantom Thread to win Best Picture. So mm-hmm. I have no problem with any. I don't want people to get up in arms that have only seen Get Out to be mad if a Lady Bird wins. To be mad if even uh, I don't like Three Billboards as much, but don't don't knock Three Billboards if you haven't seen it. Yeah, you know, yeah it's yeah. like it's that that's the kind of thing that I, I mean. Hope. They're gonna do the same. Well, you know those people that do the same thing is like, oh fuck, uh, La La Land. The, the, well, you, you ain't never seen. You never seen. Never seen. I fucking hate. The, the, but the goal of this all is, I think, this for is for is for us all to see more movies, enjoy more good cinema. <laughs> the art form is amazing. You get so much from these movies. I enjoy them so much. Um, and we'll close up our uh, Oscar categories. Oh, Joy has come back down. I'm sorry. Joy has returned was, to us. First of all, you didn't have to tell everybody my business. That's how authentic we are. We are not. I was just we don't. Listen, at the end listen, of the discussion we are not the stuff. Academy Awards. We do. We are authentic. We do not put Denzel in because he's Denzel. Joy went to the bar. Um. So again, I did not see all of three billboards okay um my husband has beaten to me that darkest hour it's horrible and i said <laughs> i don't have time for that in my, i don't have time for that it's um, not horrible i, I do sorry. think it's it said something good. that dunkirk basically tells the same story and purposely tells it from multiple points of view and excludes that point of view Correct. From, not this, from the story. <laughs> not in it. So I think that says a lot about the value of that perspective. Um, in at least in that move, in, in that um instance. And again, from watching the crown, William or um or Are you about the person from the crown or the person from Darkest Hour? Why can't I think of the cat the well the real person? Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. I want to say William Churchill. But Winston Churchill is an interesting character, and especially in these historical events. And it's, I just feel like if if they fail that badly at telling a good Winston Churchill movie, like <laughs> Churchill story, that says a lot about mm-hmm. that in that story in and of itself. Um, that being said, I really like Get Out. I think it deserves to win, but I think it will probably be either Phantom Thread or Call Me By Your Name. Call Me? Um, oh, interesting. You think Call Me By Your you Name? Call Me By Your Name going win. I think I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Um, that is interesting. Uh, but, what, what, gives you, what, what makes you think that? <laughs> I, mean, I, about that. <laughs> I have issues with Call Me By Your Name. No, no, no. We're just talking about just... just I know, terms of like what you, but I feel like what the things the that make me have issues with it, the fact that so many people are won't, like the people who do like call me by your name are like willing to just skip over those issues so like so my issue with call me by your name is primarily the fact that we spent all of our winter months in the height of the me too movement the height and 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 discussing roy moore Mm -hmm. and the fact that he was a 20 something year old man yeah yeah seeking out relationships yeah. with teenage girls. <laughs> and this movie is literally about a 24-year-old man seeking out and having a relationship with a teenage boy. Yes, it is in the 80s. Yeah. Same thing with 
with uh, Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. That was an excuse he threw out there. Mm-hmm. And we we shot that back down yeah, like, that's yeah, not acceptable. Yeah. You know, yes, it was in another country. We, we would have, like, who ca- like, people, Roy Moore said I was, it was in Alabama. Shot that back down. But what, like, but I feel like I have problems with the story. I have, like, as powerful as the conversation the, um, uh, Elio had with his father. Yeah. Right now, you may not want to feel anything. Maybe you never wanted to feel anything. And uh, maybe it's not to me you want to speak about these things, but uh, feel something you obviously did. Look, you had a beautiful friendship. Maybe more than a friendship. And I envy you. My place, most parents would hope the whole thing goes away. Pray their sons land on their feet, but I am not such a parent. We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. But to make yourself feel nothing so as not to feel anything. What a waste. I did not like the fact that it's an underage boy, and you like. Feel like I I appreciated him in it, like the mother and father encouraging him to seek out his true sexual orientation. Yeah, yeah. I appreciated yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not necessarily as a parent myself <laughs> appreciate the you need to go out running around exploring your sexual orientation yeah, yeah, yeah. as a teenager, teenager with a grown person and, as a full blown sexual relationship. How let's let's He's so here's some facts. I got him right here. I got him right here. I know he was here facts. He definitely was in his twenties. Buddy was seventeen. Buddy was seventeen. Timothy Chalamet's character is seventeen. Army Hammer's character is twenty four. I will say this once again. This, this if it was movie, a boy and this, a man and a woman, yeah, yeah. we would have so many issues. That's an excellent That's some creepy counterpoint. Shit. The counterpoint of it being, uh, a, if this was if this was a older age man and a young and yeah. a, if this was a twenty four year old man and a seventeen year old woman, absolutely. Oh, that I can only, be mad. I can different. only talk about. <laughs> I can only talk about the movie that was given to me. And in this movie, also they ain't in America. They're in Italy, and as I have looked Again. up already, the age of consent in Italy is fourteen. Is that right by our American uh, standards? No. I, I, I but this like, movie's I in feel Italy. Like everything you just named, though, that's why Call Me by Your Name will not win. <laughs> like that's I don't think creepy, a shot. man. I don't think there's enough. That's super I think there are people. Creepy, I think there are people that's like what you're like saying. What you're saying? I don't think there's enough. I agree with it. I don't think My issue isn't that I don't think other people agree with me, but in the sense of I don't think as many people even. That doesn't yeah. cross their mind. Doesn't cross their mind. Really? I think if it, if you bring it up to them, they're like, oh yeah. But well, I think in yeah. a lot of... I, I think a lot of people get more focused on the fact that it's two gay dudes and they don't really think of the age factor of it. Like, no, seriously. Like, it's more of... As you can see, 
James is a Neanderthal. Oh no, no, no! Two gay dudes. No, no, I'm saying that's, no, I don't, that's I, what I, I, I feel like. I feel like I'm when people, with when, people, people, when, people <laughs> when people like describe that movie, they're like, "Oh, you mean with the guys with the two gay dudes in it?" Like that's that's literally how it's that's what it's defined as. They don't talk about it. Oh, you talking about with the underage like kid and the grown ass man? Like that's because that I want to I want to go on the record with this. That is not underage. You gotta stop saying underage. Underage means it's under the age of consent. It's not. Okay, I'm I just want to say that. I just want to say that. One. There's a gauge gap difference. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, I just want to say that. One. All right. Okay. All right. Because because I want to say that. Listen, if he was That's if he was fifteen if he was fifteen if he was fifteen and in Northern Ohio then yes this is a seventeen year old boy I in get, Italy I, again oh, I'm yes. not saying again. And Maryland, the age of consent is 16. Yeah, like, the age of consent, the yeah, legal... Yeah, we're talking about that. We're talking about legal, legal. Yeah, the, the legal, legal... I don't want to say legal stuff. The legal is not my issue. I'm talking so about the moral, the moral aspect of taking the And it changes from yeah, state yeah. to state and country to country. I think it's 15. It yeah. is whatever it is. Some um, some states, it's just the different, the age difference. Yeah, In Pennsylvania, it's like a four... You can't be more than four years age difference. I know Maryland. Age ever? Like if if so if one of the people involved in the relationship is under the age of eighteen, the the, the age gap can't gap be can, it, okay. it, yeah. can't right. be more than okay. What create some complex math, but okay, yeah. But <laughs> and it might and that might not be Pennsylvania, it might be Jersey, whatever. Somebody's going crazy who's from Pennsylvania right now. Yeah, but whatever. Somebody. I was always dating somebody who was legally old enough <laughs> to be with me, or 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 young enough, or so say. But. Just imagine it was like a girl. If but yeah, like but I'm girl, just saying like <laughs> that's not the movie they made. I just that's like I had some problems. Like it's like I feel like well I feel like especially when it comes to the the academy voting block. I feel like I would not be surprised if people got caught up into the love story yeah. of it. Oh yeah. And then like and weren't looking at it from the more pragmatic way that I'm looking at it. That's real. Like I, mean, I just like like I, I like I got that it was a love story. I appreciated that he was um, looking at his true self. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was you know I as much as he was exploring his own self, I also felt for the girlfriend mm-hmm. who was kind of just like led. Led on, led on her in her own way, and no one seemed, and the parents didn't seem all that concerned with the fact that she's taking advantage of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was taking advantage of Or just like, and then this fact that like he's learning. I'm not. I again, I said no one. Not like I understand he doesn't quite get the implications of what he's doing, but Mm. I felt like the parents were so invested in trying to. Encourage this one relationship that I felt like they they weren't doing their due diligence as parents Here. to protect the young people in their lives the yeah. way I personally felt like they should. Not necessarily like okay, the age of consent, but just like yeah, in Italy the age of consent is different. But it's just like I don't think as an adult if I have a child who is still young and exploring their sexuality, I would just be like, go balls to the wall on this first one. Yeah, yeah, and then like, and then be up, like, and then be like, 
literally trying to marry him off to the first dude that he he. I don't think they did that. I don't. I, I don't I, think I would, that they. I, would, I, would, I, I that. mean, that was the impl. Like, was I don't think that was the implication. I think, I, I, I think I that was like implications that Army Hammer got it's in the movie because he said they're treating me like I'm almost like the son in law. Like they were, they were, they were overly eager. I think if we do, if we all right. So going back earlier, we were talking about the gender flipping. If we change it to. The younger boy, seventeen year old, and he was like dating a twenty four year old woman that was like staying with them, and they was going around. Um, I wonder if I, I don't. I mean, I don't think it would be as controversial. I, I think it's the idea of. Um, I, I do think it's the idea because it's, it's it's two guys. Like I think it's that it's the predatorial idea of it, and it's like the same way. I mean, yeah, because because like what is if it was if it was a young if you had a. If it was your young son that's seventeen years old and he's dating or he's seeing some some twenty twenty four year old woman, you're gonna be like, okay, that's kind of fast for him. But at the same time, I don't know if we're gonna look at it the same creepy little manner because it's gonna be like I, you know, it's subtle things. Like think, you know what I mean? Like I think we're forgetting. Playing around with that I think we're forgetting a very central point, an aspect of the relationship mm-hmm. between the family and Army Hammer's character yeah. that's there that's not there for. The female girlfriend. I forget her name. I'm so sorry. I can't remember her character's name. I definitely don't know the actress's name. Mm-hmm. The Army Hammer character is living in the house. Yeah, yeah. So their connection to him is... And he's working for the father. Yeah. So, like, it's a deeper connect. They understand yeah. him more. The Italian girlfriend, she comes around yeah, and grabs yeah. him and they go like, to the lake or wherever yeah, they go. Yeah. Like they 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 are able to really physically see the interaction between these two people, and as I said before, the way that these parents seem to operate because obviously they're not living in America, <laughs> they don't think about it the same way yeah, we would yeah. think about the age gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're thinking about it in terms of we know our son; they have never seen him have this type of feeling, and they can sense it. At least, definitely the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that they play around with if the mother knows or not. The mo- yeah, that's, 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 that's a little weird. Like, that's that's a little like, weird because and that's a little I, to me that's a doing a disservice to that character, yeah, but that's yeah. a different story. Um, I don't have more of a problem with the age guy because, like I said, if this movie is not set in it's not yeah. set in America, and he lives there. Yeah. He's not some guy he met off the street. Yeah. You know, so I but well, I, I think also and this is also a problem. I mean, I feel like what we're doing right you now. See how we're, good this no, no, no. I mean, when I, when I would have the, well, I think Maybe also the problem is that we're, 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 um, we're applying like real world logic to something in a fictional story that I don't think we should be, I think we should judge it on the way that it's presented. And that's how you should judge it. Because just like I was talking about with The Shape of Water, I'm sitting over here talking about saying like, yeah, because you know, she's fucking a fish guy and she just flooded the whole, like, um, the, whole room. The, the, the room. And why is it, how is that, in, how is that even possible? Because, and you're like, what? Like, it's a fantasy, my guy. Like, I, I mean, like, right. it's, if we're if we're judging a fictional movie, let's use the same amount of logic. The way that it's presented in the story, because all we can go off of waves in it. Correct. If, the way that it's presented in the story is that it's not a predatorial relationship. Correct. If anything, he's kind of like it is never even going a little bit more. Nobody going even. At him. No it's one, not like he's preying on him. No, That's the way that it's presented. Now, I can only go one off of that. the things. Now I will say this. Now we're using real world logic to like yeah, I don't think women should be fucking fishes. Now, but I mean like yeah, like I mean if we're, if we're using real world logic, no, but I don't think we should well. First of all, you fucking fishes. That's a problem. She's yeah, fucking hey, fish man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't honestly, know where fish man is. Yeah, yeah. That's y'all see the fish man lately? Because I ain't seen no fish man lately. We can we can finish this before we go back to Shape of Water. So <laughs> but that. but no but no but yeah we we'll, we'll, we are we are going to that. But I just so, I just want to say like if we're using logless. Let's be you know let's be you know 
just so to close on the on the, the call me by your name, you know. I, I can't believe we're actually still talking about this movie. None of us picked this. As like, maybe oh, yeah, it should be. Maybe it should be. I did not think this is going to be. So it's amazing how much we talked about this movie. Maybe it should be. Um, it's the. <laughs> I think the one thing that I did that I was confused by was Army Hammer character. Army Hammer's character continuously kind of acts like this is taboo, and I'm not understanding why he thinks it's taboo. I think because he's older, and I think his. Well, you already say he comes from a household, but, but like. Okay, so if it's that, then that makes more sense. Yeah, because yeah, he's I was I was confused because I'm like, no one else around anywhere seems to have. Well, yeah, his any problem. Yeah, yeah. Was it uh, Timothy? Timothy's family don't give a fuck. Well, like, no, obviously his family. Even, but usually, usually in, in those type of movies, you would at least if Army Hammer's Army Hammer's character is feeling uncomfortable because it's taboo, you would see some type of outside force that corroborates that. There would be uh, some type of like either the family would either the well, family would. Or, or, I'm not going to. Either the family would say um, something's wrong with this, or some outside. Uh-huh. They they do they do meet outside people. Yeah, they yeah, would yeah. be like, "Ooh, that's a little odd." Even a girl, the girlfriend doesn't necessarily say it's odd for either yeah. the she doesn't the age or the fact that it's it's homosexual. Yeah. So is it is it? And you made a good point. And maybe that just kind of ties it in. Is that for Army Hammer's character? He's coming from a place where both the age, yeah. And the sexuality yeah. are taboo. Yeah. So he's out of his element, and he feels like he he'd be caught. And also, he also has this girlfriend. That's yeah, yeah. Also, no, that he obviously, did you know? Stuff happens, so. it, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. And this, we got close on this. We can go entirely too long with this. Yeah, I guess my thing was that it also maybe because Cinco was in the house when I was watching this, and so my my attention might have been pulled away. For those of you who don't know, Cinco is our son. <laughs> Point of information. Yes. Um, our son was around, but it just appeared like on one hand, he's acting like he's very uncomfortable with this, but then he seemed very, very well versed in it. Well, I think those are two different things. You can be well versed in it and not be comfortable from a public standpoint. You feel like this is MO, like he does this all the time or something? No, it's just like, I just, no, 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 I just felt like it was, or he, he trains up his younger. No, this this is completely separate from Mm -hmm. that issue. The age difference. It was just like, I, I wasn't, I, if he is closeted as, you know, in America, as he's implying, I guess there was not really a good, to me, character development to to prove, to show, well, how, at what point did he actually start experimenting with and getting comfortable with living the lifestyle, even if it was in the closet? I think, I, okay, all right, let's, let's, That's all. Yeah, let's, let's move on. There was a backstory for me that right. I felt like was missing. Let's, let's, <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. So Shape of Water, for me. Last, last thoughts about Shape of Water. Oh, I oh. really, really like Shape of Water, and I feel like people just don't get it, oh. and and miss and really kind of miss the 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 point of it. And so this is spoiler alert. I feel like I have to spoiler explain alert. It. Spoiler Girl, alert. I feel like because listens. people keep talking about having fixed that. Yeah, I mean, I'm and the set and the third, and I feel like that proves that you don't know what actually happened in that movie. Yeah. And so. Uh, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, 
But I would explain Shape of Water as a modern day Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. But they're reversing, like they just they're flipping Little Mermaid on its head. Instead of it being a, a mermaid who finds a prince whom um, she has to sacrifice her life as a mermaid to go live with him on land, mm-hmm. you have um, a woman or what a woman who finds a merman who is the king, and she sacrificed her life in on land mm, yeah. to go live with him in the it's water. water yeah, yeah. But I think what the, and this is the biggest spoiler, what the biggest twist of the movie is and why it's a fallacy to think of it as women having a, having sex with a fish is that she actually is a mermaid herself. Yeah. Is that there's these three cuts on her neck that you see early on in the film and they don't make any they don't really allude to anything about it. They don't explain. They like, don't explain what it's there at, at, at all. At it's all. just cut. It's just there. Some type of scarring on her neck, and but throughout the movie, you see her having a a, a very deep um, connection with water. Her, you yes. know, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of water, 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 water for her, and she yes. and she feels a pull towards this mer, um, the merman. Which people think, uh, which is also in Guillermo del Toro's world, he loves a good monster. Yes. And so this merman becomes the was what appears to be the monster in this film. And I think the other big um, theme of the movie is like what is what actually defines a monster because we're you look at the merman, he's this half fish, half man looking creature who has. Things that can bite off a man's He definitely bit fingers. off a man's fingers. <laughs> that happened. And so, no but you slowly begin to realize, like, as, as gruesome as he might appear on first glance, he's really not the monster. It's yeah. the man that supposedly would represent the most, you know, the, the tall, dark, and handsome white guy in the movie that actually is... The monster of the movie. I I think even jumping over more, like, because before, like, when they introduced the doctor, who's the um, who's working for the um, the Russians, who's working for Michael the Russians. Stuhl. Shout out to Michael Stuhlberg, who was in not one, <laughs> yeah. not two, but three best picture nominees. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, the he's everything. He's, 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 he's in he's the post. He's everything. No, he's not dead. No, no, he's dead. What? Tell my Ladybird. No. No, no, no. He's a dad. Yeah, oh yeah, call me by your name. Dad, call me by your name. He plays the New York Times, uh, what is he, the director or whatever, yeah, yeah, in the like post, the, the and he is the Russian doctor in yeah. Shape of Water. No, but, Shout but, out to Michael Stuber. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what I was about to say is that, like, I Killing. mean, I think the whole point of the movie that I picked up from it was, like, it's playing with the idea of, like, who's the freak, who was, the, like, we're just saying, who's the monster, who's the bad guy, who was not, because he's a spy, but even he was like, nah, this is fucked up, what y'all are about to do to, like, this thing, like, I understand that, like... I'm spying on the United States or whatever, but nah, bro. Like, we're not about to, like, just kill this thing like that. Even at the same time, the same way as, like, oh, okay, like, you know, the the agent, like, looking out for the United States, he's the, obviously, the straight-up black hat, black bad guy. Michael same as Yeah, yeah, like, and all, and all of her friends or whatever, they're, like, outcasts, they're freaks, like... You know, like what is what is it? Um, you know, all that, of them are just. Well, I mean, well, I mean, well, I would say, I would say that Richard, time, Jenkins is, is, Richard, is, Richard Jenkins is Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins is a selective. Gay guy, he's like, more of a selective outcast. Well, he, no, he is. I mean, he's gay, but yeah. at the same time, 
he's deciding to be a, a, yeah. a recluse. Yeah, well, well, yeah, he's deciding that he doesn't feel like he belongs. He feels like, you know... No, I tell you, Spitz is just a black woman. Yeah, and, well, I would... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's still, like, they, she still has to deal with that or people not listening to her and stuff like that. Like, all those different things, like, that's who it is. Like, so who was actually, like, the freak? Who was the good person? Who was the bad person? I mean, I really did. The, what were you saying with the... With the, the the spy or whatever like i remember i caught that i was like oh okay like that's a nice little spin like i didn't see that coming like oh even though he's a spy in the united states he's like nah y'all not about to just kill this animal like that's the science is at heart. Yeah. that's the big yeah, 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 yeah he looks at it more from a science perspective but yeah man but all right let's well let's 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 do some closing thoughts on this and then we'll have our uh we want to talk about some special categories we did that in a, in a uh yeah. a special Quick pod, if we can ever make anything quick. We what are you talking about? This is good stuff, though. We're only All right, five so hours in. <laughs> you know, ahead. hey, movies are <laughs> great. Go see more movies, people. Yeah. All right, let's look ahead to the uh, to this year. Some of the things that we're most excited about, because um, the Oscars are going to be, you know, they're going to come on Sunday and they're going to be gone. Come hopefully eleven, eleven thirty, and not twelve thirty or something, you know, and hopefully <laughs> no serious. <laughs> Fumbles happen. Yeah. Um, some of the things that we're looking forward to in this upcoming uh, movie year. Um, obviously, we had one huge one, which we'll get to right at the end of the year, which was Black Panther, which is which was the most anticipated movie of 2018 um, that has come and has absolutely destroyed everything in its path. Yeah. Um, Black Panther is, is a cultural phenomenon, a, a global phenomenon at this point. So that was one of the things that we were looking forward to. I know I was personally. Yeah. Um, people kind of beat it out of me for a little bit, but when I saw <laughs> the movie, I was very, very pleased and happy to see it. Um, some of the things that I'm looking forward to this year, I am very excited because I am a Damien Chazelle fan. If you guys don't know Damien Chazelle, he is the director of both Whiplash, which was nominated for an Academy Award, and uh, for Best Picture as well as La La Land. He has a new movie. Hopefully it will come out this year. That there, That is the plan uh, with his uh, new muse, Ryan Gosling, who will play Neil Armstrong in a kind what? of an origin, I guess an origin story for Neil Armstrong going to the Wait, moon. what month is that coming? It's out? called First Man. It's supposed to be in December, so November, oh, December. So it's it's going to be like I don't know right if it's, it's going to be cutting it close. It's still in post production, so we'll see. That's one of them. Uh, as far as more blockbustery movies, I am very much looking forward to A Wrinkle in Time. I think Avery Duvernay is a phenomenal filmmaker. I enjoyed her in Selma, and Thirteenth was an excellent documentary. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that movie, even though I'm not a big fan of Oprah, Oprah Winfrey uh, acting, but hey, you know. If that's what I got to do to get the Avery DuVernay <laughs> film, I will go to the theater and deal with Oprah. Oh. Um, and I'm also looking forward to, of course, since we have Black Panther to connect to that, I am absolutely looking forward to okay. uh, Infinity War, yeah. Avengers. Um, other than that, I haven't heard a lot of like buzzy things yet yeah. about about the year, um, <coughs> which you know nothing really from I've heard has come out of Sundance that was interesting. Yeah. So um, those are just a couple of things I'm looking forward to. What are you looking forward to, James? Uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything really jump out from like, yeah, because the, the festival stuff is starting to pop off right now because I think what South by Southwest is coming up soon. Yes, and, yes, very big And what is it? Uh, yeah, in Austin? Yeah, mm-hmm. South by Southwest is coming up soon in Austin and um, yeah, Sundance happened and I didn't hear anything that like really really caught any steam just yet i mean the only thing i guess i'm really looking forward to i guess now is like i didn't know damon chazelle had a movie coming out in december so i'm definitely looking forward to that like i think he's two for two so that's going to be something and yeah infinity war which i think is going to make a shit ton of fucking money it is. like it's like that's going what to i think it's going to be the most interesting thing is 
is oh my god you is, gonna have is, all is of the black to, people like you realize how this I don't happen? think it's gonna I, I think I think it's gonna be interesting and I think we're gonna have an interesting conversation it is gonna be interesting if it does not surpass the black people oh it's going to like I don't know if it is okay pull up this I understand everybody's like because we'll get into the whole Black Panther talk later on, and now everybody is excited about, oh, yeah, you know, Wakanda coming out, and, you know, Wakanda, and people do the, the little fist sign everywhere, and that's great and all. <laughs> I mean, I mean that, that's great and all, and I don't want to sound dismissive. I don't want to sound dismissive. But, like, the the, the thing about it to me is that, like, like it's kind of like a lot, it's it's funny to me as a person that, like, likes comic book movies and has, like, been watching them for a while. It's just funny seeing, like, regular people nerd out on comic book movies, which is kind of just funny to me in general, like which is dope because I I I like everybody else getting in on like that niche culture, but it's 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 funny because it's like I mean yeah it's helping out black people's you know it's getting um it's going to open up a lot of doors because you're going to have a lot more representation does count it's nice to see like it little does. kids see that shit I appreciate that so then it's going to make them feel like oh wow I can I can be like a black superhero you're going to like obviously like Greg Cook is going to definitely get way more offers off of this like all the actors that are in it that are getting offers like it's it's going to like help out the culture in general although that money is going towards um you know Marvel you know what I mean and Disney like the big conglomerate so is this the a, big mouse are you putting this into a greater Black Panther context, or are we just? I mean, I, I would say this is about, this this is more about like the the Infinity War scheme because I believe the main reason they came out with this movie this year, leading up into Infinity War, is because all y'all Negroes that's never seen like a Marvel movie before, and y'all love Black Panther, which a lot of y'all do, just judging by like dollar amount, all of y'all are going to go see Infinity War. I don't think this. Yeah, okay, I think you're over judging. I, I, yeah, I, I think so. I think a lot I of think, them are going to go see. I that think movie, I man. think the fact that I, I think saw the casual, several, they got a lot I of casual several fans people. Get up and walk right out as soon as the movie was over right, because they have no concept of what this they they don't the Marvel we'll like this. is guaranteed. I don't think they're there. They were that, there for their. And here's what I will say about this. Go ahead. I think what what the numbers that we're gonna see with Black Panther that we're not gonna see. I don't think with any other movie mm-hmm. is the repeat. Yeah. Customer. To go through the movies, I'm excited to see coming up X Men. Actually, is going to have what the new mutants thing? No, Dark Phoenix. What? In November, it's supposed to come out. (laughs) (laughs) At least I'm going off of that. Let it go. (laughs) Let it go. All right. What else? What else? Creed two. Oh, what is that? Oh, is it? That's all. Oh yeah, they are. I don't think that's gonna be. That's not gonna make it. Is it? No, I think it is. I think it is. I don't take them long to do. They're doing it now. Okay. They're doing now. Aquaman. You think I'm ready to see that? I bet, I I bet you Aquaman is good. That's the way they all, I was joking. I, I, I bet you that's actually good. It. I ain't excited. I want to see. I, I always felt like the mistake of Justice League was I don't think it was a good idea to just introduce Aquaman, The Flash, and, yeah, and Cyborg. That's is a that whole different? Other conversation. Yeah, like, yeah. All in one movie. I just don't. I think I don't think that was a good idea. But anyway, I want to see. I, I want. I'm. I'm excited to at least get a, a better yeah, yeah, view yeah. of what Aquaman might be. The trailer might come out, and I'll be like, "Nope, don't want to see it." Okay, but I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm at least excited for a trailer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So what else? Um, yeah, is that it? No. Um, Ocean's Eight. I do, oh, yeah. I do want to see that. Yeah, if y'all I don't do know, Ocean's Eight is basically the uh, female Ooh, or I am the feminine version, the female, what is it? all female cast uh, for a uh, spinoff of Ocean's 
11, 12, like a 13. Yep. So yeah. I feel like we're, we're, they've already set it, it up that we can get three movies. Yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks so very, eight, nine, looks eight, very eight, promising. Ten. Looks very promising. I'm excited about that. Yes. That's um, what I'm Yes. And then I'm looking forward to that. I'm really excited to see Isle of Dogs because yes, yes, Wes Anderson is Wes the Anderson. Is the <laughs> As the dog, yeah, yeah, the dog. Isle of Perfect. Dogs. On time, on time. You're yeah. going to be sent off to the Isle of Dogs. The dog, the dog has barked. But right that there. was me. <laughs> and that I think is a perfect close. Uh, we'll have one more special audio for a quick category. We had a couple categories we wanted to talk about that aren't major categories that we're really into. We're going to try to keep that brief. Um, but thank you guys for um, listening. We hope you enjoyed this audio. And we hope that you watch, enjoy, are surprised. Hopefully, we're all surprised by different things that happen on Sunday, March 4th at the uh, Academy Awards as we celebrate the movies of 2017. And we look forward to talking to you guys again and you guys listening. So thank you again for listening. Take care. Peace. Bye. I'm always ready for a war again. That road again, it's all the same.